Parkside cigar. Yeah, you can't see oh. that. Oh, I wish I would have known. I, I might have another one. I'll look. I'll uh, I'm getting yelled at over here. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigars. Always, I'm your host, Kevin from Cigar Prop, and I am coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Joining me as always, not as always, but joining me tonight <laughs> for uh, the show she has been looking forward to until for five years that we have started this show, um, Jessica, producer Jessica. And then as always... Caribbeante, Jogi Road Cigars. We missed you, Jessica. Aaron, give you a clap. We missed her. She was here last week. She didn't want to miss Pete Johnson either. When it's just when it's just normal people. What's well, that true? It's just, she's she's like, I'll just That's work. That's not I'll true. Just work Don't say background. that. That's Pete's a handsome true. man. I yeah. I can't blame her. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten on an age. I mean, he's packed on a few pounds. Listen but to uh, you. I, I still uh, judge you. Over yeah, I, 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 I still <laughs> yeah. Judge appreciate Steve, uh, Pete as a handsome man. Yeah. You know, it's uh yeah, he's let himself uh, go a little bit. He has. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah COVID was a uh, COVID Jesus. wasn't kind to a Pete. Uh, I wish I could let myself go that bad. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know. You know, but um Kevin. even Booth, even Boothy let himself go, you know, with his hair and he's cut his fucking why you, hair. Why are you being so judgy? You know, because he, look, he looks better with his his, his that, high that's and your preference. Uh, it's not yeah, it's my preference. preference. It's not about you, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Sorry to burst your world. Looked, he just looks better. You so, are anybody else? Anybody else you want to yeah, call out and let uh, themselves go? Um, no, you know who's looking really good still? George Rico, Grand Habano <laughs> cigar, still looking good. You know, um John yeah. Huber. John Huber is aged well. That man is, uh, I mean, he is. He I don't is think a, John's old. Yeah, John's old. John's got to be pushing 60, you know. Yeah, keep talking, Kevin. Yeah. This is really but, uh, great. Yeah, John, is John's, awesome. John's looking good. So he's, okay. so. Yeah. All right. Anybody anyway, else is looking bad? Anybody else who's looking bad? No. Oh, you trying to draw me into that shit I started a couple of years ago? You know, that got me banned from everywhere. For hey, who's going to ban you? Yeah, I'm saying you know, remember he, he he doesn't look good. It's one of, it's, it's one of, it's yeah. one of the best. It's, this is one of the top shows. Top shows. Uh, cigar shows. Who's gonna ban you? It's like 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 this weekend. Like this weekend, I'm I finally squashed that shit from three years ago. Good for you. So, yeah. We, good we for you. Yeah. Move on. We got so, time. Remember, it's seven minutes, Jess. We're still only three minutes in. Yeah. So let Kevin and I have our banter. This is yeah. why. This is why when you're not around, you're stopping your banter before something happens. Because, because she knows Kevin, I say. Kevin doesn't you know, know how to. Good thing up. if you'd have caught me yesterday. Yesterday I was mm -hmm. in a foul ornery mood. Yeah, I was out okay. Saturday at a wedding. I had one yeah. too many scotches, and then I, yesterday I was just kind of a little hungover and grumpy. And I think if we would have been doing a show, I probably would have just called out and blasted several yeah. people. I was just not well, moved for I'm glad that didn't happen. I, I, I woke, yeah, I, I woke up cigar hungover this morning. I had too many Did cigars you? this weekend. God, probably twenty cigars. I think the problem was it was just because it, it was so 
hot at the event. Like, we were outside for 12 hours. It was, it was, was a lot. It was a lot. So, and also when we first got a, there, I stepped out of the car and into a big ass pile of red ants. Red ants. And they like so warmed my that, legs. And I was like, that's it. I'm fucking done. I'm going home. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm over. I'm sitting in the back of Kevin's yeah. vehicle. Yeah, she's, like, she's like, Kevin, will you help me? I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't want to get bit by ants. No, you're on your own. Yeah. It was a lot. I was yeah. like, oh, of course this happens to me, you know? I was like, Jesus. They're nasty. Yeah, yeah they, and it was like, it was a lot. It was a big pile. It was like a mound. <laughs> well, Kev, Jessica, before we bring on our guest, yeah, let's get right into the Cigar Medics Humidimeter Cut and Light. And remember, with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter, you'll always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. Kev, what are you smoking tonight? I don't, I don't know because because I, I got Jessica allowed me to have two of her Ezra Zion cigars. So this one is, uh, um, it's just got like a silver. I'm not, I'm not up to like it's, it's yeah. You can't, you still can't see it. It's just like a silver and black band. I think it might be like the. Uh, it just has a big EZ in the middle. Was this like the FHK? I don't know. No, Je- that Jess- would say Je- it. On yeah, there. Jessica's more into. Later, but. I don't know what's going on. Where are you at, Kev? In a meter. Uh, let me. Uh... Jessica, what are you smoking tonight while Kevin does okay, his so yeah, is, your, is your meter acting up too? Yeah. Oh, I think that finally after after like four yeah. years, we need to put batteries in them. Um, yeah, I think so. So I'm smoking yeah. what originally got me ever looking up Ezra Zion is, well, this one is the, the gray army man. Um, oh. The whole point I've ever even knew about Ezra Zion was because my son was going in the army and I was like, oh, you know, let me see if there's any kind of like cigar out there, like, like about army or army men or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, then the Ezra Zion popped up and then I saw the uh, brass knuckles too. And I was like, all right, done. Hunted Mm -hmm. down brass knuckles and the green army men and was like addicted. And then I, uh, since found out they have a, a red one, a blue one, and then the gray one. So and I think I, black army man. Oh, and the black. So I don't. I've never had the black, and I've never had the the blue. Nice. So, um, but yeah. So I have a few of the gray that I found. So that is why I'm smoking this. Was because is your humidimeter working? Graham is the reason why I ever even found. You know, it was funny. Uh, the batteries in ours both must have died. Which wow. these are these are three or four years old now, and this will be the first time we've ever put bad. batteries in them. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. I'm at I'm at fifty. I'm at fifty-seven percent. A little dry, but it's okay. Yeah. It's, mine was teetering from like sixty-two to like fifty-eight. So. Yeah. No, that's. Uh, I, it, I felt like there was something wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I said yeah. it's about time. All right. So the, anyway. was it? You said the Green Army Man was your introduction. Yep, the Green. Yep. Which I do have a few, but I save them every time I see Graham yeah. and we smoke one together. So I was telling you, I, I got introduced to Ezra Zion, I think it was 2015, 2016, um, in my travels in Pennsylvania at the cigar barn in Yardley, Pennsylvania. Oh, and uh, they had some stuff in there that had some age on it. I wish I still had this. We're good. Yeah, at least you smoked them now. So. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. Well, says the man who yeah, smokes yeah, I know what affords everything. All right. So before we bring on our guest tonight, <laughs> we want to take a moment to thank 
all of our show partners for making this happen each and every week. So thank you to JC Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars. We are the muscle. Casa Caraballo Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, K by Karenberger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid. waiting patiently in the acid green green the experience acid green room are chris kelly and kyle hoover of ezra zion cigars i just want to warn everybody with that 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 saw the thumbnail to this show the two people that are about to join us on the show do not look like uh the people that we're about to bring on the screen right now (laughs) so yes there there we go yeah How, how you guys doing Doing great, doing great. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're you know you're very welcome, very welcome. Um, you know it's, it's funny. Um, it, I, I thought you guys, you know, I mean nobody knows who you. Everybody knows Ezra Zion. Like nobody knows there's actually people behind that the company. <laughs> you know when I'm doing research for the show, has him writing my questions. I just figured you were two dudes. I knew two dudes because uh, Fred Rui. Um, uh, that were into like a warehouse somewhere, just packaging up cigars. And that's all you guys did. And then the more I dug into what you guys do, I don't know how you have time to be on the show tonight. Like, like, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, like, how are you even, we're, we're, we're going to get into all everything that you do, hopefully within the, the time frame of this show, but Oh my God, you guys got your hands into everything. Yeah. So, So true. Oh, Kyle, Kyle, you're muted. You must be mute yourself. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we haven't. Sorry, I had to go to the bathroom. We're in the yeah. bathroom. I don't want to have a little accident. Didn't want to hear that. Yeah. Audio. Yeah. I'd never leave so, that down, right? My kids are never. watching. I'd never hear the end of that. Yeah. How, no, how long? So how long's it been? Yeah. How long's it been since you no, guys? We haven't been on the show. What is it? Five years. What, yeah. what year is it? It's been, it's been a while. Five plus. A while. Yeah. Five years. Wow. Been a long time. Yeah. We had legit, luxurious beards, and it's a different world back then, man. It's pre-corona. It was... <laughs> it, well, yeah, it and rainbows, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I think the because uh, because I snagged the thumbnail because you guys did some uh, um, some videos for I don't, was it Jr. or something. That's so famous. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous. 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 That, that, yeah. That's what that's what it was. Oh, you guys were so young back then, you know. So we were so young. We were so full <laughs> so of young. wonderment. 
Yeah. That, that's it. Still, still had all your hopes and dreams, and still had yeah. hair. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. That's why. We, that's why we all wear hats now. We all had hair. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's it. Chris so, has uh, a good head of hair. Yes, I still got hair, but it's a different yeah. color now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's. Uh, um, um, obviously, you guys have been around the industry forever, but we'll we'll, we'll do this like we do a normal show. Show, and uh, we're we're going to start back at uh, one of the first questions that we always that always ask because I don't I don't know. I like every question I have tonight is a question I don't know the answer to. Um, how'd you guys start smoking? We'll we'll start we'll start there all the way back to whenever that was. Oh man. That was a long time ago. For Chris, it was so long ago. It was so long ago for Chris. <laughs> Not that long. Um, I grew up in a, in a smoking family. Uh, a lot of cigarettes, a lot of tobacco products, uh, some pipe, you know, that kind of a thing. So, you know, I was, I was sneaking the cigarettes and the, and the pipe tobacco and the chew tobacco, you know, as long as I could even remember. Um, you know, but... Um, refining from from that um i did a lot of you know a lot of snuff a lot of dip a lot of chewing tobacco and everything else and then graduating into the cigars was during my high school years predominantly during the high school years is when it actually realized you know hey these swisher sweets and backwoods are legit <laughs> oh man <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, what, what about what about you? Where would you? Uh... Oh man, no. How long does this show? I, we got one thing about us: people know know us. We got tons of stories, dude, and they're all hilarious, and they're all Chris is the butt of all of them. So they're awesome. So I got stories. We, but I will we, tell we, you. we don't we don't have time we don't have time limits, so we're we're good. <laughs> okay, so how I got into smoking, right? Uh, first cigar I ever had was a Swisher Sweet, like many people, right? I was about 15. Sorry, mom. I was about 15. And I had some friends who we all went to the beach because we lived by the beach and everything else. And you know, I'm, I'm trying to be cool. They're a little bit older than me and all this stuff. And they pull out this pack of Swisher Sweet Perfectos, right? <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this is cool. Yeah, let's smoke. I'm thinking, I don't know how to smoke. I've never smoked. Like, my dad's a pastor. Like, I'm a total church kid. I have no idea. But anyway, so I don't want to look bad. So they, they light up this cigar and they're passing it around and it comes to me, right? I'm like the sixth guy, fifth guy that's, you know, it's, it's all slobbered up and no one knows. And I'm like, you know, I didn't do it. Right. Kiss it. Uh, this is like a lot of the cigars I've smoked before. Yeah. I'm like, you know, seasoned cigar <laughs> smoker at 15, trying to act cool and everything else. And the guy's like, oh yeah, now lick your lips. I'm like, and I look back and I'm like, what a thing to say to a guy smoking cigars, right? Like, you don't, one guy doesn't say that to another guy as a rule. But anyway. So I did, and it was amazing. And I was like, wow, I like cigars. The tobacco taste with the sweetness, it was just amazing, right? Again, sorry, Mom. So fast forward a couple of years, I played baseball. And the good players, fortunately I was good, got invited to the coach's house, and he had cigars. And I was like, hey, guys, guys, I got this. I've smoked cigars. I've had, like, one swisher. So I'm, like, a veteran <laughs> at smoking. And so I just started smoking cigars, and I liked it. And then once I turned 18, back then, you could buy them when you were 18. And so I started – you know, I get like the cheapest gas station cigar I could get. So it was Backwoods and Swishers. And I graduated. There was a cigar shop a town over from me. It was like the $5 yeah, intro Sancho Panza, like the shortest little Robusto I could afford. <laughs> and I would start buying that just slowly but surely started getting into cigars. And I was like, yeah, these are my things. I got a little tiny humidor, right? I was that guy like that same cigar journey that everybody typically takes. I, I took that same that same journey. Yeah. So 
Yep. So I got into it. Now, now Chris, uh, um, when you were you're in the uh, Marine, right? You're in the uh, in the Marine Corps. Yes, so sir. Was, was, years. Was, was cigar now? Okay, and then Kyle, you were in the Marines too, or no? Mm-mm. Okay, so you are not nope. Lieutenant Colonel Kyle Hoover. Okay, <laughs> it was. Uh, there, 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 there's, I'm 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 trying I'm trying to I am trying to do research. No. Chris, Chris is you know there's not a lot on him. Do you know how many Kyle Hoovers are in Texas? Like like <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Kyle Hoover is in Texas. Are you also Kyle Hoover, uh, like president of KWH Energy? You're not no, that but Kyle these H- guys sound like great okay. Americans to me. Okay, so, so you're, you're also not Kyle Hoover, pastor of that's the local. Next, that's next week's uh, uh, show, Kevin. Okay, so also, so you're also not Kyle Hoover, the pastor. So, all right. Uh, no, no that that is. actually probably that is. is. Of, oh, wait, of Austin Stone? Uh, I don't know what that is, but okay, uh, that, that's that's the yeah. church. Okay, so you're not Pastor <laughs> Kyle Hoover of Austin Stone wow, Church. Wow, I thought I had a unique name. You, <laughs> sir, have the most common name in Texas, uh, Kyle Hoover. Um, We're probably all related too. So you know, yeah. yeah, and like a lot of rich Kyle Hoover, like Hoover's. That's a that's a you know, yeah. Well, okay, you so reach out to your family. Okay, so now, so, so now that I know who you're not, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. So, Chris, yes, Marine Corps guy, does uh, uh, cigars? Uh, I mean, back then, I mean, it was. Uh, I, I know it's a big thing now in the military. Has it always been cigars a huge, huge thing in the military? Yeah, predominantly any type of tobacco products you can get. Um, you know, I was infantry scout forward observer, and so I was always out in the field, right? So, you know, cigarettes, snuff, dip, chew, cigars, anything you can get. Backwoods played a huge role in those early years because you could take that foil pack and roll it up and throw it in your rucksack. And it would just, you know, get bent, broken half, all that kind of stuff. And then you pull it out, and you're like smoking a snake, right? But... Um, <coughs> Yeah, it, I mean, as far as actually being able to take cigars, you know, out into the field or on deployments and everything else, that was a must-have. That was actually, you know, debating, you know, socks, underwear, gone. Cigars, yeah. yeah. Food. That's funny. I mean, gone. I can live on one meal a day. I need to bring an extra, you know, pouch of cigars. I always went. I mean, even when I deployed to Iraq back in 0304, I – went with cigars i smoked cigars i had cigars sent to me it was a it was a huge part of my military career did you bring home any uh, souvenirs you know uh, i don't know gold bars anything else like like some of the guys i had friends that some dinar yeah 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 uh yeah i brought i brought home i brought home some some stuff and I'll just leave it. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Some contraband. Yeah. Like I said, just. That's like what my son, when he, he went to Afghanistan and Qatar, one of his deployments, and he was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, can't tell you anything. Yeah. Like, can't tell you what I have. Yeah. Like, nothing. So. In, in 04, when I was deployed, I actually, um, uh, let's see, a good way of saying it, I requisitioned a lieutenant colonel's footlocker and filled it all up and then actually sent it back to Does my wife stole? while I was deployed. <laughs> I mean, I borrowed it. If he ever awesome. wants to come back and get it, it's still in my garage. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was back in the early part of the, you know, the uh, campaigns and everything else. And so there's some there's some fun artifacts in the garage. That's cool. I know my little brother's in the Navy. He's a, he's a master chief, but he's got a tail hook for me. 
you know, because he, he oh, worked, wow. uh, he, yeah, he's a uh, um, whatever on the deck of the uh, uh, carrier. Well, so they got, bro- a bro- they got a broken, a broken tail hook there to throw away, you know. There so you I'm go. like, ah, oh, yeah, fucking ain't right. Yeah, I what else that. you were seeing? You know? What was it that we turned into the cigar? Oh, uh, we got some uh, um, um, A10 warthog shells, yeah, that, that someone oh, sent yeah. me, and uh, we turned them into uh, uh, cigar ashtrays for the guy. Uh, and, then, uh, like and, then, a, and then we kept and we kept one of them. Well, it wasn't an ashtray; it was no. to hold your yeah cigar, cigar rest. Like yeah, super, cigar super. He, yeah. yeah, he was he was a master chief too, and he goes, uh, "We're not allowed to have these, so if you could uh, <laughs> if you could not post these online." And I'm like, "Yeah, all right, guy. Yeah, not a not a problem, you know." <laughs> yeah. So I, I I posted mine afterwards. So so where where did where did you guys come in? Where did you guys meet? Were you guys uh, um, uh, grow up together? I'm assuming you're both from Texas. No, nope. actually, we're we're West Coasters, so Chris uh, is way older uh, than me. We didn't grow up together. Yeah. Oh, right, Kyle. You said you were grew up in California, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, what it, what had happened is I was also a state trooper, so I was a California Highway Patrol officer. I was John Chips, rode yeah. the motorcycle, <laughs> the whole the whole nine yards in Los Angeles whole and thing. everything else. And through a couple of transfers with the uh, the Highway Patrol, I ended up. Um, uh, transferring up to San Luis Obispo and, um, and then I was still in the Marine Reserves. I got activated, deployed 0304, came back, yada, 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 and ended up meeting Kyle. He was a pastor at our local church and that's, that's how we met. So literally, you know, met in church, met in church. Wow. Oh, wow. That, that's more than, cool. I'm so- more than just a pretty face. Yeah. So 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 how, how did how did you guys I keep make looking up there? Chris from... Chris is over there, so I keep looking at yeah. Chris. <laughs> so how did you guys make your way from California uh, to Texas? Did you guys come out together? Do you just happen happenstance? So, you know, we got to learn. It's a great story. It's a long story, but when we got into cigars, right? We're looking around, and it's like, but we actually talked to uh, Pete Johnson. Yeah, and uh, he was like, "If you can do anything, just don't do cigars in California." And I can give you one piece of advice: don't do that. So we're like, "Oh, okay." So we started looking around at you know, okay, cigar-friendly states. Where do we want to start this business? What do we want to do? And uh, we didn't know we didn't know anything, but we looked at Florida, which is amazing. I went to school out in Florida. Uh, I love Florida. We looked at Montana, Pennsylvania, and Texas. And uh, my family is originally from. You know, generations back from Oklahoma, North Texas, stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. But anyways, we just uh, looking around, they, we came back to Texas. So, um, yeah. And he, his family moved out. They bought a ranch uh, a few months before we finally came out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the business moved out here. Uh, we had our little tiny first first run production. I mean, you know, and we are the guys that started out doing everything wrong, right? The cigar was great, but we did everything wrong. And we had uh, – we went to our first trade show in Orlando, 2012, and then the, our tiny little production had come in from Aganorsa, like you know, 5,000 cigars or whatever, and it was in the little tiny humidor room uh, on Chris's ranch. And then I get a call. I'm still in California. I get a phone call from Chris, and I'm like, "Hey, dude, what's up? I've been trying to get a hold of you for like two days." And he's like, "Dude, all the grasslands around the ranch are completely on fire." Like, and I'm like, "He's like, I'm the standing on my place. roof," and I'm like. Are the cigars okay? Like, that was like, you know, like, oh, yeah, and your family, too. But, I mean, are the cigars okay? Yeah, it was, like, crazy. But that's how we came to Texas, yeah. Oh. So so what Back So what came Texas. from – so I, I – in, in my timeline, I couldn't nail down what came – what came first, the cigars or the online community cigar federation? Which, which one of those came first? 
Cigar Federation came out in 2012, uh, 2010, excuse me. And, and okay. that was first. So we, we did Cigar uh, Federation, reviewed cigars, had our online community, you know, several uh, cigar uh, uh, podcasts like y'all do and, and everything else. And, and then during that time, we were just students of tobacco, yeah. right? Everybody that we talked to, Jorge, Manolo, Pete, everybody, Dion, all, Andre, everybody that we talked to is just like, if you guys want to get into this and be a lot more than just, uh, you know, anybody can get into the cigar industry if you have enough money. But if you truly want to get into this and you have the passion that you say you have, you need to become students of tobacco. And for those two years, that's exactly what we were doing. And, you know, I mean, just like Kyle said, we're now yeah, we still are yeah. the very first cigar that we did. I mean, took us a year. And I'm sure Paul like lost several years off of his life just dealing with <laughs> us. And, you know, this is back in the yeah. time when, you know, we'd go to Florida, we'd go to Nicaragua, you know, and, and work with everybody. We'd get kicked out of the blending room because Dion was coming in and who are these FNGs? Yeah. You know, I mean, the whole nine yards. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, and funny, funny little footnote, right? Uh, we'd be down there working and Dion would come in and he'd obviously get preferential treatment as he should, right? I mean, he's one of our heroes. And then uh, he'd come down there and he'd work and we'd get kicked back, you know, like by the bathrooms or whatever. And so we'd work and then like he'd leave because he'd come in and he actually knows what he's doing. And we didn't, and it would take us forever. And he'd come in and be, be awesome really fast and then take off and go come back to the States, right? So we'd come into the front room where he's working and there'd be all these rejects, right? And I was like, oh, dude. It's like freaking Christmas, right? And I'm just grabbing, we're just grabbing on everything, like smoking them, and I'm like, "This is the greatest thing I ever smoked." And these are his rejects. But these yeah, are all yeah, his rejects. A lot of Dion's rejects. Oh <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah. Just like, can we make this? Can we make this right here? This oh. is a. We, we, we have some pic, we have some pictures from uh, last week with our uh, with our show with Pete Johnson, and uh, there, there's some old Dion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we both said. Did Dion, Dion have Dion's, big chops like that yeah, when say, you guys saw it? Chops yeah. Like, yeah. Huge. Yeah, that, that was that. Great, great guy. And his uh, his manager, Howard, was actually uh, a Navy corpsman um, in Iraq during the same time I was in Iraq with the Marines in the infantry. And so we ended up having this, you know, real crazy cool connection and everything else. And, you know, you guys know this, the, the, our industry is just such a community, right? You know, you can call up anybody, you can ask anybody anything, but when you're just starting out and you're just mm -hmm. such a newbie, you're so intimidated, you know, because when we started thinking about creating cigars, we're like, what do we like? Well, we, you know, we enjoy Casa Fernandez, you know, Tatuaje, uh, Viaje, Lucion, right? And then there you are, you like realize like, I'm in the same freaking factory of yeah. Dion. Now, granted, I'm I'm at the back of the factory where the bathrooms are. <laughs> yeah, but I was I gonna say we're the yeah. yeah. front of the factory through the glass windows and everything. <laughs> yeah, but super cool. I mean, just you know, just it, I mean, totally put up with all of our dumbass questions that we have and our newbie questions Lots that we of have them. and everything else. And yeah, super cool. Yeah. It is cool. So, oh so, so you know, you said it, it took a while to blend that first cigar. What was? Why did it take so long? Was it just because you guys didn't know what you were doing? Was it yeah. was just, you know, um, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it was funny because when we first had the idea to put the company together, right? One of the uh, 
things that we did were like, well, I mean, I, I was talking to Chris about it. He's like, dude, this is the coolest idea I ever heard. How do we do it? Because we, we were just we're just cigar nerds. We're just cigar oh, bros. Yeah. We'd smoke. Families to get together, right? You get together after church or, you know, whatever. Barbecue and you smoke and you have a couple of yeah. beers. And we're just guys, right? So when the idea came, like, hey, let's start a company and, you know, let's make cigars. Chris is like, dude, I'll never forget this. He's like, that is like the coolest thing I've ever heard. Like, how do we do that? And I was like, I have no idea. I don't know who makes cigar. I don't. So like, literally we like got on the internet, like who makes Tatuaje? Who made, you know, and we was like, we didn't know anything about it. So we started, we were like, well, how do we learn this stuff? And it was like, well, let's start going to cigar events and asking people. Right. So we mm -hmm. literally like, we drove five hours to an event and uh, Manolo Casado was there. Right. And we we're just in awe of him because like, oh, won, yeah. you know, cigar of the year with Casa Magna. That's, you know, it just it happened a couple of years before, you know, year before, whatever it was. And this guy's just, I mean, you know, he's a rock star to us, right? Still is. And so we, you know, go to this thing and it's like, oh, hey, can we talk to you about making cigars? And they're, this, this is the cigar shop. This place is packed, right? He's like, hey, hey, why don't you wait until everybody leaves and then we'll talk or whatever, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know the protocol. I'm just like, I want to make cigars, you know, so whatever. So we wait until like after midnight, right? This place is packed. And the guys lock the doors and he says, hey, let these guys stay. Let's have a cigar. Let's have a drink with these guys. And I'm just like, oh, it's like my dream come true, right? So we sit down and he's like, oh, what, what, what do you, and he, I'll never, I'll, I'll tell you the whole story, right? So it's a big old pour of whiskey, a lights up a Casa Magna, like it's probably his 10th of the night, right? And he, and he takes a big drink and I'm just sitting there waiting because I'm super impatient, right? And I'm just sitting there waiting. And he's like super deliberate in all his movements. And, you know, if you know him, right, he's just, you know, yeah. I'm, just sitting there, I'm sitting there like, bro, let's go. <laughs> so he takes a drink and then he sits it down and I'm sitting there and he's like, all right, what do you boys want to do? And I was like, sir, I would like to, like to make the greatest cigars ever, right? And so, mm. And then he takes a big long puff off of his Casa Magna, like a, like a minute long, right? And he goes, first thing you boys need to do if you really want to make the greatest cigars ever is you need to forget about making cigars." And I was like, "Oh, we're getting punked! Oh, we're getting punked <laughs> yes. by my old son. I drove oh, five hours, I waited all day, and I'm getting punked by this guy. I'm looking for cameras and all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, and he's like. If you go out and want to make cigars, then everyone's going to see you coming from a mile away. They're going to take all your money. They're going to give you a bunch of trash cigars, right? And they're going to be awful. And you're going to have a novelty cigar that you can uh, have your friends smoke when they come over for barbecue or when you go out and golf and have your little picture on it. And you'll be so cute. and You'll be whatever. And that'll be it. And I was like, all right. And he's like, or you can forget about making cigars and you can become students of tobacco. And you need to learn this industry and to learn the tobacco because you don't know anything. And I was like, and it was the greatest advice like we ever got. So that's mm -hmm. what we did. So for years, we just started like learning whoever would talk to us. We just started putting in the travel time, the money, the everything else and being like, oh, all right, well, let's just learn this stuff. Cause you know, let's be honest with ourselves. Everybody thinks that they know about cigars, right? I mean, I see people come into the cigar bar and they're like, oh yeah, I know how to smoke. And you watch them smoke and it's like, dude, you don't even know how to smoke a cigar, right? But everybody thinks they're great at smoking cigars. These guys don't know how to retrohale. They don't know how to hold the cigar. They don't know how to cut it right. They don't know how to light it. It's just whatever, right? All this stuff. But we had to be humble enough to be like, hey, you know what? We're actually those guys. We don't know nothing. So <laughs> teach us. And then we got the nicknames. They're down there so much of Dos Gringos. So those Gringos are coming down to the factory now. And they want to learn about whatever. And 
oh, now they want to smoke the good tobacco, and you're not even good enough to smoke the good tobacco. You smoke the crap tobacco and all this stuff. <laughs> so then Manolo says, hey, I'm going to send you some cigars, and I want to see what you boys think about it. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Yep. He's like, I love your opinion. And I was like, huh. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll let Chris tell this story because I've been talking a lot. But, yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> yeah, actually, I forgot about that. That was amazing. So oh, yeah. Manolo says, you know, before – before because we, we didn't realize – that um you know the, the loyalty of factories when we first started out and so that actually worked to our advantage you know because we were bouncing around to different factories just trying to glean information green glean information glean information and manolo says i'm going to send you out some cigars just so i can get a gauge as to where you guys are at and this is way early on right this this is before we actually knew what the heck we were talking about and he sent us out these cigars and they finally showed up and everything and so we get these cigars and we smoke the first round and we're like, uh, and then we're like, oh, okay, maybe it's just us. Maybe it's just, uh, you know, shouldn't have that pizza for lunch, right? And we smoke the second <laughs> cigar and we're like, oh, uh, uh, this is not great. All five samples, right? And all five were the, were the same. We're just like, mm, uh, oh. man, we're, we're idiots. We, we, you know, Manolo, I mean, cigar of the year, you know, custom. There's no way that we are this bad, but I guess we are literally this bad. So we get together with him and he says, okay, boys, what'd you think about the cigars? <coughs> and we both look at each other and we're like, <laughs> they suck. Um, they, we, uh, they're not that good. And he goes, good. Now we can get to work. Oh, and he had test. intentionally sent us shit Oh man! If we were gonna blow smoke up his backside, right? I love that. And that and he said, if you guys were to come in here and said that they were really good and just gone on and on and on, I knew you guys would be full of shit. And you guys had the balls to be able to tell me straight to my face that that wasn't your tobacco, that it wasn't good, that it didn't. And he goes, now we can get to work. And he opened doors for us when we went back to Nicaragua into wow. these aging barns that we in all we should have never had access to i mean the favor that was granted to us by you know eduardo fernandez to be able to go yeah, into huge. the agonorsa bends to be able huge. to go into oliva tampa to be able to go in you know talking with the uh, padrones the access that we had was hindsight looking back because we had no idea what we were getting involved with back then was just literally amazing. And any time that we have a chance to get together with any of those gentlemen no. you know, or those families, we, we tell them the same thing. The Garcia is the same way. Pete, Dion, Andre. The, we wouldn't be where we're at had they not taken us under their wings and provided us access to those tobaccos. Yeah, because it's not like that anymore. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, I mean, there's a lot of help. Like you can get, you know, um, a, a lot of help from people, but not, not like that anymore. I mean, everybody's so busy. Everybody's just stretched to the max. I mean, what you guys had was like that's like a once in well, a lifetime. I think like what they were saying earlier too is like when he said, "Oh, we just make you a cigar with like a cute little picture, and you can give yeah. it to your friends and family." A lot of the people that are wanting cigars, that's kind of what happens that, to that's them what, because that's they, what they don't want. put the, that real they don't quick. Put the yeah. work into it either. It sounds like, you know, obviously we know from a different side of the cigar 
not like making cigars, but like with the cigar accessory. Like yeah. Well, how much we had to hustle. I mean, we went to every event. We showed up like right. we must have looked so ridiculous to some of these like cigar, you know, I, makers and stuff. Because here we are, here we are, like in their face, like shoving our shit. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't we know. Didn't the know I didn't know the protocol. Like, like I said, we had one of our first cool cigar rest, and then uh, I went to an event with Rocky. You know, and I'm like, oh, Rocky, like, I'd appreciate it if you use this. And he's just like, and he was very gracious. Yeah, like, nice. no way he didn't yeah. throw that away at the end yeah, of the night. Well, you know, know. I mean, who, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't know what to do. You know, yeah, either. No. you know, you and, just and, gotta, you just gotta go do it, right? And you just gotta pay your yeah. dues. And that was the whole thing. Yeah. You know, that we got told over and over it was like, if you pay your dues, you'll pay your dues, you pay your dues. And you, and it was like, you guys have a huge learning curve because you're a couple of gringos, right? You don't know the language, you don't know the culture, you Boy. don't know any, you have any relationships. And this industry is a hundred percent relationships, a hundred percent. People are like, oh, how do you get all the tobacco? You get it. It's who you know. It's who you know. It's who you know. And it's a whole lot of taking people out to dinner and spending a whole lot of money on liquor and spending a whole lot more money on liquor and a whole lot more money on liquor. And then maybe you get a little bit of access to some tobacco because then they like you. It's just. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, so what what were you guys doing at this time for like your like your day job? I mean, you're you're going to these factories. Are you guys working? Do you have like like jobs that you can you know you you know what you're doing this on the weekends or what were you doing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I didn't want to jump on Chris. I thought he was about to start talking. I was no, a pastor I... at a church. I mean, I worked at a church. So I mean, yeah. I literally our first trade show right was the. Uh, Back then it was IPCPR, right? It was in Orlando, it was 2012. And our first cigar was Inception. It's now called Jamais Vu. And uh, I had to take a week of vacation off and fly across the country to Orlando to do the trade show. I mean, I had to use vacation time to do it. But like I said, we're just a couple of guys that were just like, man, we just are super passionate about tobacco and, and all that stuff. And, you know, Chris had his companies and everything else. And I, we, just, we were working. And then all of a sudden, that cigar came out at the trade show. And our whole our whole pitch, right, was like, Hey, look, you guys are retailers and uh, we're not going to be able to BS you or BS your palate. You know everything. You smoke everything. So here's a cigar. We think it's the best cigar of all times. Uh, <laughs> smoke it. Just smoke it. And if you want to open an account, open an account. Come back. And we opened like 40 accounts, 50 accounts, whatever it was that first show. And for back then, that was a lot. And uh, just it launched the company. And we were able to yeah. start going full time in it. I mean, in the yeah. next, what, few months after that, it was just, it's been crazy ever since. But literally, that was it. Yeah, so, so I mean, I you're mean, a pastor, you know, you, you, you know, so you were a pastor, you only worked the one day a week, so I mean, that's pretty yeah. easy to get, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I had said that to my mom during church once years ago, and uh, yeah. I'm like, hey, where's Pastor Robin uh, today, and like, oh, she, you know, she took a cruise, I go, she works one day a week, she couldn't do that during the week, and my mom goes, what did you just say, I go, she has one job, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't yeah. beat you, <laughs> I'm gonna say, Kevin, yeah, so this is how green we were when we when we went out to Orlando just to you know let everybody have a good laugh at us right. So we we literally didn't know anything about the the manufacturing side right. By that time, we had had Cigar Federation for a couple of years, and so we knew a lot of the people in the industry. And obviously, we had been working behind the scenes, but we never even thought to ask anybody about IPCPR. We literally brought every box of our very first <laughs> run yeah. with us because we were thinking <laughs> so stupid would buy it and we would hand it to them we were so store. stupid 
We oh my god. That's how green awesome. we were. And praise that. God that we did not get ripped off. Because every year after that, when we went to the show, yeah, our sample stock always got looted. Sold. Our our displays always got looted. Every show after that show that we attended, we always got ripped off. But that show, we didn't wow. have anything stolen. We literally, we drove a Penske truck down to the Aganors in, in Miami, right? Down there. We picked everything up from Paul and the guys down there. And we drove it back up to Orlando. And we were just like, yeah, I guess when they buy it, we just like, oh, yeah, I'd like 10 bucks. Here you go. Here you go. And we just handed it to Come to the Penske truck. Oh, my with, God. Fulfill your order. Yeah. That's yeah. how green we were when we first started. And then, and then like halfway through the show, it dawns on us. I'm like, wait a second. How are these guys going to take all these boxes of cigars? Are they just going to carry them around? Are they going to like yeah. put them back in their hotel room? And then we talked to some people like, you know, because you have after parties and everything else, right? And it's like, hey, so when did the guys pick up their cigars? And other people, other manufacturers are like, uh, you ship them to them after you get home or you have your people back at the warehouse ship them to them to their stores. And I'm like, Oh, that wow. makes way more sense. We're so stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my! Oh my God! So, so that that first trade show, 2012. Um, Rough. who else? Who was the the the, the other up and comings at that at that time? Do you know? I don't know. It was before I got into the industry. Like, who else was like the new AKA kid on the block right in 12? The, that was back in the day when IPCPR, right? They used to have what they call FNG row, right? All the new guys would be down one aisle. So all the retailers knew. Oh, I didn't know that. All, we called it, we all called it FNG. Knew, <laughs> yeah, That's what they called it. Whatever. But that was, that was back, you know, RTDA, IPCPR. They literally, back in the day, they used to have one row that was just all the new uh, scar manufacturers. And so they're like, hey, welcome to your first show, blah, blah, blah. You didn't even get a select. You just got to pick your size, but then you were placed in <laughs> FNG row. And so, uh, yeah, that's where we were. And I just remember yeah. AKA because, uh, you know, AKA was right across from us and they had hired a uh, an Uncle Sam on still. still so guy. for the whole show, we were literally <laughs> looking at Uncle Sam's crotch the entire time because <laughs> he's walking up and down the aisle on stilts. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah, my god. oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh my oh my god. That 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 is awesome. when's the last time you guys have done an uh, um IP or PCA now? Nineteen? Twenty nineteen, maybe? It's, yeah. been, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah, twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, yeah. Yeah, just before Roe. So So uh, any uh, yeah. any thoughts going into the future of uh of, of attending the the future events? I mean, so we've attended the show since then, right? With with our, uh, you know, for our retail locations, our point of sales, and our and our online store with Cigar Federation, as as uh, retailers, as purchasers. Yeah. But w but we have not um, attended the show since then as as an actual manufacturer, as a um, vendor. Yeah. Yeah, as as a as a vendor, and so, you know, when we when we go there because we do as you alluded to earlier you know have so many um ventures going on at the same time and everything else we we figured that it would be better for us to be able to utilize that time to continue to cultivate those relationships see what's the new up and coming you know all the good hotness out there and then bring that to our customer base as well all right i mean it, it, it makes sense um 
Someone had asked me, um, and I, I almost forgot it here. Uh, the name Ezra Zion. Where, where did where did that where did that that so, it sounds biblical, but I'm not I'm not sure. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, see, Kyle always does this, man. Yeah. <laughs> so again, this will just you know when we started, we didn't realize that we were actually going to be using the company name for the actual cigar name, and so. Um, my wife and I had a daughter, Coco Zion, who um, passed shortly after birth. And Kyle and his wife, Tanya, had a son, Ezra, and he passed. And so we decided when we were putting together the company, you know, again, it's, it's, it's not just two guys in the cigar industry. It's two families, right? So we decided to put those two names together um, in a way that we can continue to honor our son and our daughter you know, going forward throughout, um, you know, this endeavor and this venture and everything else. And that's how we put it together. And if you look at some of our bands from our core lines, right, you see the two angels. Yeah, I'll show you this one. The <laughs> shield with the, um, you see the two angels, you see the shield with the E and the Z blended together, mm -hmm. you know, the stars and, and, and the little flame above it. And it's, and it's very biblical. We're Christian guys. And obviously we met in church. Kyle was a pastor. He's got a doctorate in theology. He's a published author. He's a recorded artist. Oh, keep you know, going. All the, keep going, all man. Stuff and everything else. But it was a way for us <laughs> to be able to honor those kids as we continued on. And then when we started making the cigars, you know, Ezra Zion LLC, you know, just started getting put on all the invoices and all of this and the that and everything else. And when we talked to Paul and, you know, and Eduardo and, and all the folks that when we were working Manolo, you know, down in Placentia, all the different factories were working and, you know, we're like, well, what are we going to, what are we going to call it? And they said, well, you know, Ezra Zion, that's, that's the name of your company. That's the name of your cigars. You know, you could call the individual cigar, whatever you want. But once they heard that story, they, they encouraged us to be able to do that. And that's it. So we just continued on with that. It's, it's a way for us to be able to honor them and be able to sit there and say, you know, it's not two dudes in the industry. It's two families. And we're just a couple yeah. of guys just trying to get along. That's awesome. Oh, that, that, that is awesome. Now, now you guys um, started off with a, um, uh, with a partner. Um, was it Alan Fonseca? Um, where, yep. where, you know, I, I know he's no longer, he, he, I, mean, I don't know if he's, is he still in the industry? I know he went and started another company. I don't know if he's still, still Couldn't doing you. you know so where, where did he come in i mean and then where why did he if you if you want to delve into it what you know where he exited so where, where what was what was he you know yeah so uh no we uh just like a lot of companies do right uh he was a friend uh we smoked cigars with here and there and uh had the idea uh and he was part of that initially uh he kind of wanted to do his own thing, kind of his own vision kind of thing. I mean, like people do. And Chris and I kind of had another idea of how we wanted to do cigars. So uh, we're very much, if you look at our brand, right, we're very not traditional. Um, and that's not just because we want to be counterculture. We don't, we just need to do what's good for families, right? So <clears throat> when we were first starting out, we were on the road nonstop, you know, flying everywhere if you're you're not nicaragua you're back in the states and then when you're back in the states you're doing events so you're flying all over the country and you're doing cigar events it's great except for that when you got little kids at home and a wife at home and you know every time <laughs> you talk to them your kids are crying on facetime and stuff like that it's really hard so um 
we're just like, dude, we gotta like figure something else out. So there was a parting of the ways there because it was like, I, I don't, I can't, I can't do cigars like this. And, uh, you know, so that separation was made. And then, you know, me and Chris, I remember, you know, and I think it was 2014, you know, we just sat down, lit up a cigar, you know, and we kind of had a, like a little bit of a heart to heart, I kind of a little bit, a big heart to heart. And I was like, dude, this sucks, man. Like I got into cigars and we got into cigars because we love cigars. Like we love cigars, like a lot. And this is this now it sucks, right? Now it's like frick cigars, another cigar thing. And like, this isn't fun anymore. And I was like, well, let's just do the things that are fun. And then like, you know, however that business model looks, you know, if it's, you know, uh, whatever, if no one else is doing it, who cares? Like, let's just do what's fun. And so that's what we did. So, um, that's kind of the story, you know, very traditional kind of way of doing it, which is not bad. It just, it didn't fit where we were at as far as like season yeah. of life, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, one thing that we, if anybody that knows us, you know, personally or whatever, um, we're, we are kind of the mindset that the businesses need to serve the families and that priority structure can't get out of line. If the businesses are now ahead of the families, like those are, those are going to have, that's going to have repercussions for years with our, with our kids that we don't want. And, you know, that's, that's, those are hard decisions to make because, you know, the American mindset is like, just go, 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 go. And it's like, oh well, yeah, but I, I get it, but at what cost? So right. it was like, how can we do what we love, what we're passionate about and, uh, and still, you know, have a great family life and, and have an enjoyable life and still stay married to our wives and that kind of stuff. Like, you know, our wives and our, our marriage, that's more important than cigars as much as we love cigars. Like it's gotta be God and then family and then cigars. We can't get out of order or else this isn't going to last. Mm. We're going to burn out. We're going to end up, you know, alcoholics or drug addicts or something because <laughs> right. we're gonna hate our life so, I mean, so, so so is it so is this the same time that you guys decided to step away from cigar federation did, and then do you guys sell that did you just relinquish control of it what was oh you know like no, so, we, I, we, we still own sickbed yeah we we sell cigars on sick yeah sickbed. i mean yeah, we've yeah got, i know you guys, Ezra, I know you guys nomad sickbed yeah yeah, somebody, I, I, asked, somebody asked a question, yeah. said, why did you sell it and then re, like re-require it? So uh, maybe that's just a myth. Yeah, the, yeah well, no, that, that was like, a, that was just, a, uh, I remember um, reading, yeah. when, I, when I was getting into this industry, that's when um, I had remembered the Half Wheel article that you guys had reacquired Cigar mm -hmm. Federation. Right. So, yep. so you guys had never, you guys never sold it or gave it up or what was well, we reacquired um, it. Yeah, no. Yeah. In, in a, in a, a long story short, you know, we were we were in the process. We had sold it. We were in the process of you know doing that you know transition period and everything else. Mm -hmm. And then again, um, you know, the 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 guy that was you know taking taking the reins of it at that time decided to shift gears, and right. so you know he transitioned out of what he was doing with the cigar side of the house, went into another uh, endeavor. And then, yeah, we, we took it back then. And ever since then, uh, we've been, we've been running it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So yeah. most, most people today now know Ezra Zion um, as, as the company that produces, you know, limited run, catchy names, cool ribbon bands, you know, like the one I'm about to smoke here, bands with guns, knives, barbed wire, 
Um, when did when did that start? And, when, and which was the first one? And where did that idea <laughs> come from? Because at that time, like, I nobody nobody could have been doing it. Like, you guys had to have been yeah. legitly the first to do anything like that. Yeah, Kyle is going to have to tell you this story because literally. <laughs> <laughs> this will be another one of those glimpses into what in the hell were you guys even thinking about? <laughs> All right, so, so this kind of actually, it's a, it's a, it's a good segue because it harkens back to what I was just talking about. Um, you know, we had a real big heart to heart, and it was like, well, dude, like I, I'm, my life's miserable. I love cigars. Like we, we got in this because we love cigars a lot, and now you know we find ourselves. Like, you know, home lives are very difficult and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, like thinking through that, praying through that, it was like, dude, here's, here's what I've come to. We just need to do the things that are fun. That's it. And that's been our philosophy literally every since in the cigar industry. And that's why like we're on here. Like our lives are amazing. Our families are amazing. Like we, we have fun. We're super happy. Like everything's great because we stuck to this and, and it's been hard, but it's, it's super easy to get really, really over busy and everything else and get your life out of balance. But it's like, let's just do the things that are fun. And if it's not fun, then like, we're just not going to do it. And even if it's like, oh, you can make a lot of money. I don't care. That's just not fun. I hate it. So I'm not going to do it. So it was one of the things that are fun. So we started like, again, sitting down, smoking cigars, you know, on uh, Chris's back patio at his ranch overlooking, you know, the, the grasslands here in North Texas and everything else. It was like, okay, well, let's literally just stop and like make a list of what's fun. And we finally boiled it down to, remember when we made Tantrum, dude? We blended Tantrum. We're down in, you know, at Aganorsa, or Nestle, or all this stuff. And we came across this really old media tempo. It's just a little bit, tiny bit. This is a little tiny bit. Oh, and it was like, oh, you can't make anything out of that. I was like, ah, oh, dude, let's just make a tiny little batch. And that's why those cigars are so small. Because it's like, you guys have got to make really small cigars <laughs> in order for this to even mean it. And I was like, let's just do it. Like, it's, it, was, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I was like, let's just do that, dude. And I'm not going to go into all the trade secrets, but I was like, let's let's just go find what we call it remnant tobacco, old remnant stuff, dude. And if we can only make like a hundred, that's literally what we said. We make like a hundred of them. Who freaking cares, dude? Let's just sell it all. Let's, let's build an app. That's what we said. Let's build an app, which we did, and then Apple kicked us off. So the app's not a thing no more. But let's build an app. <laughs> and because you know, tobacco products like the devil, right? Like we get kicked off mm -hmm. of everything because it's tobacco, right? You guys know, right? You can't advertise on nothing. Yeah. You can't do nothing because you're tobacco and you yeah. get shadow banned on everything and it sucks. So, like, literally, if you sign up for our text messages, you're like, I'm not getting the text messages. It's because we're getting blocked by AT&T right now because we're tobacco. So I'm trying to work that out. But anyway, but it was like, let's just do the things that are fun. So, I was like, all right. So we, I said, we know a whole lot of people that we can get tobacco with and let's just start freaking just doing fun projects, dude. And if we don't sell any or whatever, then we just have great cigars that me and you could smoke. Who cares, man? I just can't, I can't do this no more. And so the first cigar we came out with was literally fried chicken. And the reason it was called fried chicken was because where we live, there's this amazing freaking fried chicken place in Roanoke, Texas called Babe's Fried Chicken. And it will freaking change your life. <laughs> and then the second cigar, small batch cigar we came out with is literally right up the, across the block from there in Roanoke, Texas called the Hardy Barbecue. We get brisket. So we did burn ins and it was like, and then people bought it. And I was like, this freaking works. Like people like this stuff. And I mean, I loved it. Chris loved it, but, and then it's just been kind of ever since it was like, well, yeah. And then people, you know, they get, they get pissed because it's like, you guys only make 300 of these. And I'm like, Okay, well, sorry, but like that's yeah. all we've got. And then we have people who know us personally, and they're like, 
oh, I really love the, you know, whatever, the bees, knees, this and that, and whatever, secret honey. Too and I'm bad. like, too bad. I don't have any more. I personally have no. no more. Like you have, you have a five pack. You have more, you have five more than me. I don't have any more. <laughs> See, that's, the, that's what, that's him. It would drive him crazy. And I love it. Like I love if you can't get it, if you never get it again, or like, it's just, there's something about it. Like that's fun for me. Kevin doesn't yeah. understand that. He can't relate. <laughs> He's like, yeah, can't, well, I can't get the cigar. I'm like, and, yeah, I, and I, I get it. I get it. But here, yeah. here was our thing. Like it's, there's, there's tons of people out there making amazing cigars, right? Mm -hmm. Pete makes amazing cigars. Theo makes amazing yeah. cigars. Like there's a lot of people make amazing cigars. So if you need an amazing cigar, there's no shortage of that. But I was like, when we look at this tobacco, right? One of the things that we were blending tantrum, right? One of the things we said was like, when they were like, you can't use this tobacco. It's not, it's not enough. We're just going to just, you know, uh, grind it up and put it in like, you know, short filler or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. I said, this tobacco deserves to be in a cigar. And like that little phrase right there, like has carried mm -hmm. us through all these years, like mm -hmm. this little bit of tobacco, I can only buy like, you know, a couple pounds of this or a couple, you know, one bale of this or, you know, this wrapper, this filler, whatever, right? This tobacco is so amazing. Like it deserves to be smoked. Like let's just make, even if it's just a tiny amount, let's just put it out there. And fortunately with, you know, technology and stuff like that, you can you can do that and hopefully the laws stay good where you can actually like ship ship tobacco and stuff like that direct to customer and, and not that we don't have retailers we have great retailers and they're amazing so all your retailers watching god bless we love you but like that's that's how all of those small batch projects came to be and then like you know people who are saying uh, oh oh well, you know why is it small batch why is it like guys it's gone i'm sorry and every time it sells out every for the last few years we get freaking inundated inundated our customer service and all the ladies that handle that with people freaking pissed that they missed it i'm like guys it literally says in every single thing I, we apologize <laughs> if you miss it <laughs> i had a guy email he was like dude i saw the text i went into the bathroom and came back and it was sold out and i'm like Yo, is there any way i can get some and i'm like dude it's gone i don't have any i'm sorry this, that, it's so funny that he's that, that you said that was because I used to run Goodwills and I was a general manager and I had it was like the oldest building. So it was like an old bank and it was like concrete. Well, so there was like no reception ever, except if I went into the, the handicap stall. So anytime I would get a text, I would run in there, like lock myself in. So and then I'd be like, oh, my God, it's spinning like it's going to go through. And there's been times where I was like fucking wi-fi like they said like it wouldn't go through and i'd be like whatever and it'd be sold out but like yeah. i would like rush to this just because of the bathroom the uh, new release of ezra zion's yeah. out i'm like oh my god like yeah because I, I, I i would get the same I, I i signed up for the text alerts too just so i would know how poor we were going to be at the end of the week um so uh so it would it would come through uh you know fried, fried chicken being released i'm like well, I guess we're not going to dinner Friday yeah, night. That's yeah. cool, you know. But uh, she'll, she'll have she'll Ron have noodles. her cigars, anyways. So happy wife, happy life. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And Kevin, so I have, now I have, we, a, I have I, a follow up question, Kevin, yeah, to, yeah. to that because it sounds like there's you, you guys have gone through a couple of um, changes. Yeah, with the rock. You know, some 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 decisions, like you said. You know, when you're you start your company, you know, you have a change in, in ownership, then you have a change in the direction. Uh, during this time, was a, 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 it sounds like there's a, a great deal of faith and prayer that's involved with this, which I think also allows decisions to be made probably with a little bit more confidence. But what were some of the challenges and 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 uh, 
concerns that you may have had when you were, were breaking some of these pivots? For one of the, the the most difficult things to overcome, you know, and Kyle spoke about this earlier, was traditional versus untraditional, right? Um, that the industry back back then was so much more traditional. You come out with a cigar, you make you know three or four or five uh, vitolas of that cigar, and that's mm -hmm. your cigar, and that's what you have to do. You have to offer it in a robusto, in a toro. In mm -hmm. a Churchill, in a Lancero, in a Gordo, whatever the case is, right? And when when we, like I was saying, you know about the about the tantrum when we when we came to you know having that conversation about you know it's okay that there's not that much tobacco to be able to make this cigar. It's okay that we're only going to be able to do this small, you know, four and a quarter by forty four. Uh, cigar that is just doesn't even have a name for it, you know. We in Prinsado Pequeño, right? And so, and but to be able to get over that hurdle, that you know, if you have some leftover tobacco, if you have any remnant, if you have something that somebody's rejected, just let us try it. Give us a shot, mm -hmm. and just let it. Let us try it, and then and then the whole logistical process behind that, right, is even more of a. Uh, of an effort, you know, because you're dealing in small quantities, you're dealing in, you know, flying it versus, you know, containers, you're, you're just, you know, so yeah, being I, the, the great thing about us, you know, like we said, is we had no idea about the industry before we came into the industry. And we actually carried a little bit of that throughout all of our days. And even in today, that it's okay. And if it doesn't work, you know, the, the number one thing that we always say to each other whenever we have our weekly, you know, strategy smoke session and everything else is if it doesn't work, we got a lot of great smokes. We got a lot of great cigars to smoke, you know, and, 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 and really that's it. So being able to be, you know, like when we created the first app with Cigar Federation, with Ezra Zion and everything else, and, you know, and, and, and meeting with Jonathan Drew and Marvin Samuel and, you know, and having those conversations like, what the hell are you guys doing? And you like, you know how wackadoo those guys are, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, have, yeah. and having and having in a Jonathan, good way, right? Yeah. yeah, no, in a total good way. But having Jonathan, you know, when you're down in Nika, and then he's wanting to meet with you to sit there and go, wait, what? You know, and we go, yeah, you know, having David Savona call and say, hey, while you guys are out here at Little Puff, come over here to the CA offices and you know, and let's have a conversation, like you know. Wait, you're printing on the inside of the band? <laughs> Who told you you can do that? And we're yeah. like, uh, where's the rule that we can't? Like, are we going to get fined for this? And they're just like, what the <laughs> shit? This is amazing. Yeah. Like, there's a whole yeah. other, other side of a cigar yeah. band, you know? The traditional yeah. cigar police are going to uh, yeah. get you. Well, and that's <laughs> well, exactly what it is, right? It's yeah. the traditional cigar, what well, has to be done yeah. this way. There's the rule book of... Oh, well, this... Even with blending, right? Well, this tobacco has to get blended with this tobacco. And this... Uh, yeah. Well, Why? Well, because that's just what it fits together. Well, that's well maybe I don't want to do, do it, it that way. Well, that's the way we. Well, just I, mean, I this I bought this. This is mine. Let me do what I what I want, right? And there's a lot of times, right? That's that, it. And it will oh. work or not work, and it all comes back to how does it taste, yeah. right? A yeah, lot of so times you say this cigar is great. The only thing wrong with it is the taste. Right? So when you get so, that I mean, feedback you know, from those guys, I mean, is there was there ever a moment where you're like, yeah, maybe maybe we shouldn't have done this? Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the time, all the time, we do that. So you guys obviously know Frank Herrera, right? You know, yeah. he's, he's our attorney in the industry and everything else. And literally it got to the point whenever, and he'll tell you this, whenever we would call him, he would answer the phone laughing 
And one time I remember I asked yep, him, I go, every time you are the funniest guy. You are so fun. You are so except you're, why is it that you answer the phone laughing? I thought it was just for everybody else. And he's like, dude, it's only for you guys. Cause you guys always have some crazy shit to tell me whenever you call. Like I can't even begin to think of what it is that you guys are going to be talking to me about or asking me about like, can we do this? You know, can we trademark this? Can we do that? Can we do that? And, and yeah, so we get That's that. Quite I, a I bit. did want to just address ashes and alcohol. He was saying like, he's tired of seeing the website showing sold out. He wants <laughs> Choco Tacos, damn it. But I did want to tell oh, him he needs to go to nightscigar.com and check there that go. guy great out retailer. because yeah, yep. great retailer. He's in Connecticut. He does like a ton of cool five packs. A lot of times, sometimes yep. he'll let you like make your own five pack, like check out and see if he has anything, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just and just, so just on, anybody out oh, there. Sorry. Yeah. Just on no. that note, right. With retailers. Right. So one of the big things, and I'm, I'm like pulling the dress up a little bit here, but one of the big things <laughs> when we decided to like go from, more traditional to kind of what like what we're doing now than you know very non-traditional way of doing things uh it was like well we're gonna get a lot of retailers maybe butt hurt and i was like uh, we don't want to do that but we gotta like i got i got kids man you know like i gotta do what i gotta do and everything else and so that kind of the idea was like well ezra doesn't like retailers and that is not that is not true at all like we have absolutely great retailers mm-hmm. now like you just mentioned one of them right they're yeah. awesome 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 and so, like, literally, any retailer can go to our website, like EzraZionStore.com or, or NomadCigars.com or whatever, right, and and apply to be a, a wholesaler and carry our cigars and all the small batch stuff. Like, if we, we literally have someone that's overseas, right, and they get two five-packs because it's all they, can, all they can, you know, get. Like, that's what they'll move. And we're like, great, great. I don't want to give you too much product because then, you know, you're sitting on it. That sucks for everybody. But we, what we want is we want brand brand builders, people who take the time and the effort, right, through years of learning this and going and doing events and then having not brand builders, right, because it's just, oh, you're new. Hey, okay, now you're not new. Oh, you're new. Okay, now you're not new. And, and that's just kind of like the reality industry, right? Yeah. But there are some retailers who we, we click with and their clientele, like they get it and they like it and mm-hmm. they, 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 they like the Ezra story. They like the Ezra brand. They like, they like me, Chris. Meh. No, they like Chris too. And <laughs> so when, when they're like, Hey, we want to carry your product. Like, okay, great. Like we, we are a hundred percent for retailers and it's been a cool thing to see through the years, right. Of the, the mix of selling to our customer base, which they're, we, I, I know that there's a lot of people who, you know, it's like they love their, their fans and, you know, fans or whatever. So it feels yeah. weird to say that word, but <laughs> I think we have the greatest, greatest, greatest fans in the cigar industry. Like our people are so amazing. And like when we, we put out stuff and it's like, we love you guys because we actually do like, we love you. Like we appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that you guys spend hard earned money on cigars that we make. Like that still is crazy mm-hmm. to me. You know, yep. and it's like we we love not we don't just like oh yeah it's nice you guys do that no like freaking like we like pray for you like oh god thank you for these people it's great so yeah but and then also with the retailers right so it's been like a cool uh, synergy of really great retailers who get the brand they understand the brand they they take the time to explain the brand and the story behind it the mm-hmm. heart and the passion behind it. Uh, to their customers, and then also, you know, the folks who you know buy stuff from us direct report. So that five minutes, uh, it's just been awesome. 
Yeah, you know, so um, you're talking about, like I said, you know, um, uh, you know, you're getting into this just enough tobacco to make a couple hundred cigars, three hundred cigars, five hundred cigars. Did you ever get pushback from the factories? Because if you go to a factory now, like if I go to a factory and be like, I would like five hundred cigars, get the hell out of here! I'm making five hundred cigars. You know, you're you're insane. Um, well, what was we might could talk about that offline, but yeah. um, <laughs> you, you don't have to get the tobacco from the factory you're rolling it. At. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was that was going to be my net my like my next question. Like, how many Kev. Yeah, yeah. How, how many how many factories are you are are you guys at any given time working with? Well, I'll tell you what, I got to tip my hat to Chris on this because Chris was or is you 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 want some Marine always Marine right Marine, <laughs> cop and my background's pastor right so I just love everybody I love everybody I trust everybody Chris yeah, he loves everybody he does not trust everybody. <laughs> Not so much. Like, he's doing background checks. He's, oh, hundred percent. And you know what? He's always right. By the way, he's always right. Like his gut, I trust it hundred percent. He's always right. But when we first started off making cigars, he's like, "Hey, you know what we need to do? We need to." And uh, we didn't know this was not kosher because it totally isn't. But he's like, "We need to work with more than one factory." And I was like, "It's hard enough to get into one, dude. What are you talking about?" Yeah. He's like, "No, right. seriously, because if you get into one factory, then they own us." Because they mm. could be like, oh, we're raising your prices, we're doing this, and they just you know, they got us by the short hairs whenever they want to freaking you know squeeze. We have no recourse. He's yeah. like, but if we hedge ourselves, right? And so we was like, okay, well, we were dumb and maybe said that in front of people we shouldn't have said that in front of offended some people and had to, you know, buy a lot of liquor to make amends and stuff like that. But <laughs> it served us well through the year. So we worked with about maybe half a dozen different factories at any given time on different projects and stuff like that. You know, there's some we work with a lot more. There's some we feel a lot more comfortable with. You know, there's the trust but verify. There's the whole, yeah, you've done us right for five years, but, you know, maybe you want to slip one in. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of, again, like Ronald Reagan said, do you trust but verify? But there's a handful of factories that we work with that we trust, some more than others. Um, I'm trying not to say too much, but, uh, yeah, you don't always have to get tobacco from where you roll your cigars. And now maybe you roll them here in Texas with people who roll. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. like uh, you got you got a good, Chris good, is good, good, you got a good guy yeah. Ro, Ro, Rojas out there in uh, in Texas, you know, a um, couple couple yeah. guys out there. Now, were all the cigars like all the limited runs, like the fried chickens, the burnt ends, were those all um, um, like uh, tobaccos that was you can only get a couple hundred, or were there were there any that were like on the Caldwell model, like lost and found? They were completed cigars, or they were always. No. Always no. okay. Always, always okay. Yeah. Always no. made. Ne never once we have we gone into the vault, and you know, I mean, you could do that. I mean, obviously, you know. Oh yeah. Know. I mean, Robert, it's almost impossible Robert. nowadays, but yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, you you know, and and there's actually um, you know invitations that were brought to that, and there's some fine tobaccos out there. Don't get me wrong, what Robert does great model, you know, and, yeah. and if you can find it out there and everything else, if a factory yeah, has done great. something and somebody is falling through on picking up the rest of the invoice or something like that. There's phenomenal cigars out there, right? But we have always made our cigars from scratch. We have never purchased a previously made cigar from somebody okay. else. Yeah. No well, banker from the Middle East who for... didn't pick up his orders and <laughs> no, there's 5,000 well, of them sitting on a gold pouch right. somewhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I will say we we have done that for SIGFED for factory boutiques, right? So we'll get contacted. Hey, I got, you know, a thousand of these or a couple thousand right. of these. They're amazing. They're left, you know, whatever the story is or whatever. And uh, you can go to Cigar Federation and those are there. But it's, you know, yeah. very clearly stated, like, this is something that someone had a smoke and is this and it's awesome. So we want to 
you know, they're, they need to turn that inventory and get cash back out of it too. Sure. Like that's just the business part of the industry, right? So right. they and swing us a deal. The cigars and, out there, so it's not just sitting somewhere. Too, yeah, yeah, you know, they yeah. need to be smoked, right? They're it's a yeah. great cigar, and and uh, you know, on Sigfed, are we we have kept yeah. the entire time. It's something I'm actually super proud of on Cigar Federation is that we kept the prices on the Cigar of the Month Club and the Factory Direct Boutiques the same. They've never we never raised the price on that, even though yeah. prices have come up on those cigars. It's like we need to have that cigar sitting at you know that six dollar that five ninety nine price point mm -hmm. so that people can smoke these you know because uh, yep. dude i've been there right we probably all have been there it's like i need i want to smoke but i don't have yeah. that much money and i don't want to smoke some dog rocket i want to smoke something yeah. good so it's like let's let's you know build that need in the market there of those kind of cigars so we have bought we do we currently do buy those kind of cigars for that purpose but nothing with that is nothing with nomad anything like that yeah all right. What, what was what was the first cigar with the the first non traditional band? You know, being a ribbon, a gun, a knife, you know, something else. What was what was that first one? Well, well the first cigar the first was, one was chicken and waffles. Yeah, the, the, or yeah, fried, fried chicken, fried chicken, fried right? Chicken. But that didn't have a band. That was just a naked cigar. Uh, yeah, just naked. Yeah. So what, yeah, what was the band? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the band was uh, burn ins. So literally, uh -huh. it was me like hey uh we need a logo for this oh okay well yeah this is you know this is great and we had you know a few hundred or whatever a couple hundred of these or whatever it was and it was like okay well i guess i'm a graphic guy now so i got an <laughs> ipad let's download an app and figure out how to do graphics and like like literally that was it so i like like those first runs guys if you still have those i literally printed those bands out and i these little fingers put the bands on the cigars and my me and my wife i packed them like this is literally, like Chris said, two families doing this. I mean, obviously, we have staff now and stuff like that. But in those beginning days, like it was on the "Don't tell the FDA this." It was on your kitchen table, right? <laughs> oh no, we understand. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we we we're a family affair uh, operation yeah. here too. So we have mm -hmm. teenagers, and <laughs> we, we all assemble things. <laughs> yeah, cheap labor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now, now I'm assuming you come out with like, like you, I think Jessica had one. You had like a little AK-47 or something. Oh, you know, I have, yeah, or, so I the fact the, the factories doing yeah. those those they're doing all the bands for you now, or you know, no factory does any band for us. No. So no, you, got, you guys still done. do. No, Ooh. I don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you have well, the original Chris. brass knuckles. That was literally Kyle bending each one. Oh, oh really? my God! The, the, really? Shape, I definitely don't think I have the original, cigar, but and then tying it with with the cotton thread, double looping it, and then tying it and clipping it. That was literally Kyle, the the very oh first. My uh, oh my brass, God! Brass knuckles. That's and, crazy. And, and and I called him up and I go, "Hey, how's everything going?" And uh, well, actually, he came up and he go to the ranch. And I go, "Hey, how's everything going?" And he's like, "I, I can't feel my thumb and my penis. <laughs> like, he's like pressing it, pressing it, you know." But when no, you have only limited, all when you have limited cigars, you can't get like mad and throw a cigar against the wall yeah. when you're. So like this one has the handcuff. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh my god, I, yeah. I remember you know because I remember when we first started making our little cigar holders. I um I had them out of a uh, uh, aluminum. And uh, Jesse's son and I, we'd stand at the uh, the polisher and we'd be polishing oh, things things by hand, 
for yeah. hours, hours yeah. on hands. And we couldn't move our hands. And every now and then it was like a yeah. scene from Tommy Boy. Yeah. The palette, the polisher would grab one and like, and then you're like, oh God, you know, you're, you're, you're on your A game after that. And then yeah. one day the machine shop's like, oh, why don't you just have those nickel plated? You know, the, you know, I'm like, wait, what? Wait, 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 oh, we can do what now? We were all in the garage, like an assembly line, like polishing with these like rags and then putting these little carbon things in oh, the packet. My, like oh when you goodness, get so, yeah. this, make sure you shine it. That so, was a nightmare. And then oh, when, yeah. when Kevin yeah. came home, he's like, oh, we're going to have these plated. I wanted to punch it. Like yeah. throw punch it. It's like this whole time. That's yeah, we could have been doing it this way the, the whole time, you know. So, yeah, I can't like I said, I'm looking at her like the Lucille there with all the yeah. wire. I'm like, oh, my God. Now I'm thinking of the, yeah. of the person that had to wrap that wire around there. And you know what's funny about that, though, is that if you ask uh, the it, it's actually all ladies, right? The ladies that that are cigarists that do all of our bands and everything else who are freaking phenomenal, right? They will tell you their favorite one is Lucille. They oh, is it? That. They're yeah, like, it's really? just so satisfying wrapping the uh, wire around that. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I guess if you ever play with paper clips and stuff, you're yeah. like, I'll unwind them yeah. and twist them and stuff. So it's kind of, yeah. yeah, I guess so. I could see that. Wrapping some of that wire around Kevin's neck. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah. It's an easier time. How dare you? In a hot garage in Florida, Southwest Florida, yeah. it's like a thousand degrees. Like, and you'd have like a fan blowing. And it's just hot breath on you the whole time. Oh yeah, awesome. hey, gave me a fan. That's it. What? So, so now, so now you know, like every now and then, you guys will re-release like just um uh, like a name. I think like like the pumpkin pie. Do you guys uh, um is is it always a hundred percent different is it something you try and recreate but obviously you can't because of the tobacco it's always different it's yeah. always so different. yeah every year we look at it like wine right so if you get a you know a, a 2020 cab versus a you know a 2019 cab or something like that it's going to be different even if it's grown in the same place grown in the same whatever it's still going to be different so there's that part that makes it different but then we always like our philosophy is always like every cigar and Chris knows, I mean, he'll agree. It, we are freaking OCD about every cigar has to be better than the last one. Like we always have to be getting better. Always have to be getting better. So we want to improve, you know, pumpkin, pumpkin pie came out, you know, last year. And then it just came out this year. Like this year's blend, in our opinion, it's different and it's better, right? It always has mm -hmm. to be better. Now I know taste is subjective. So you might be like, nah, that last year's was better. But in our opinion, this year's is better than last year's, right? So next, the next brass knuckles that comes out, whenever it is, and I, I literally, I don't know when that would possibly be, it's gonna be better than the brass knuckles that we came out with before. Like it's just a thing with us, or a Lucille, or a knife fight, or you know, a Throne of Games, or you know, a whiskey single barrel, or a drop dead gorgeous, or whatever. Like it's gotta be better, or we don't put it out. And people ask all the time, like, "Hey, guys, make such great cigars," and I'm like, by making like 99% horrible cigars. Like we just blend and blend and blend. And then sometimes we get this tobacco and oh, it's going to be amazing. And we do it and we never get to where we want to get with the blend. And then like, it just becomes stuff. It goes into blending sessions. And it's just stuff me and Chris smoke because mm -hmm. it just never got there. And we ran out of tobacco. <laughs> Sorry. So sad. Yeah. So, so, so sad. So, so how many, so, um, so, so obviously we, we know like those cigars, but then you still have your regular production cigars. Right? So what, what are your, what are your regular production cigars that people can get all the time? So we, we have the uh, silver series and the gold series, right? So we have Go ahead, the, you do it, I'll uh, show them. 
I'll show them. Yeah. So Yay. we have the Jamais Vu, we have the Eminence, we have the Tantrums. You know, those are all the silver banded cigars, you know, um, that Kyle's, Kyle's showing y'all right now. Nice. Ah, look at that. That's awesome. Okay. That's what I was smoking earlier. You know, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you can yeah. still get those. those. Those are the cigars that we started with, not air quotes. We actually did start with them. We actually started with those. And we literally still have retailers that are just like, yep, yeah, all your uh, fun stuff and everything else is great. We want the eminence. We want the jamais. We want you know, your core line, if you will, you know, as, as far as that stuff goes, we have the honor series, we have the FHK, you know, those are the cigars that you can actually still get. You can still, um, you know, have those original ones. Um, we, we, we still offer that. Uh, when you go to the website, number one uh, complaint is everything's sold out. Well, it's not always sold out. You just have to, you know, if you want something, you can go to the core lines as well. Yeah, we don't sell the Oak and Eden on the uh, website, but you can get that on Oak and Eden website, Kyle. So. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, no. We'll, we'll be no, talking, about, we'll be talking about that the shortly. Website. Yeah, we'll be talking about that one that one shortly. So, mm -hmm. so those are so those are your your regular production that you're producing all the time. Yes, sir. Okay, and now, and now, where where are those coming out of? Which which factory are those coming out? Of? Those still come out Ag Agonorsa or where? Yeah. Agonorsa. Okay. We love Agonorsa. Yeah. All right. So, so out of out of all of your the one offs you guys have done for this entire time, do you have a favorite? Like you you look back and like God, I wish we could get that from 2017. That cigar was just yeah. banging. All of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally all of them. It's, it's all of them. You know, when we used to go out and and do. Uh, you know, events and everything else. Um, one of the raffles, you know, we always did, you know, the standard events, you know, you buy this, you get this, you buy blah, 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 blah and everything yeah. else. We always did a raffle. You didn't even have to buy anything to get in a raffle. And and one of the funnest things that we used to do is everybody that walked through the door got a raffle ticket and that was drawn. And you could take any cigar that you wanted out of my personal travel humidor that I brought with me. And wow. I would bring... Wow. Um, just a insane. just a variation of anything that we had left over for the Chris and Kyle stash, you know, because if there's something that doesn't make it after it gets banded, after it gets this and that and doesn't go past quality control, that's what we smoke, right? You know, it gets set into, you know, mm -hmm. the side. And I would always carry with me at least one original Ezra Zion Inception from 2012 original production. And wow. those that knew us when they when i opened up the travel door and they saw the silver band and on the foot it said inception they would grab up on it and you know that that was fun because you knew who your diehard fans were right but you know to kyle's point what he was saying you know when people ask you know what's your favorite cigar and in all honesty for me personally it's whatever cigar i'm smoking at the time I am not one of those people that will be like, oh, I'm just going to go cut the lawn and I want to, you know, a yard gar or something like that. Yeah. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't deal with that at all. Whether I'm smoking, you know, Pete stuff, Beyond stuff, you know, Agonorsa stuff, whatever the case is, that is literally to me the best cigar that I could be smoking at that particular moment. You know, uh, unless you yeah, come across a Padron 26 and then I might set that one down and then pick that up. But, <laughs> you know, true. aside from that, <laughs> right? But aside from that, it's if I'm going to take the time to, you know, cut the, you know, the head of the cigar and then light it and put a flaming tobacco leaf in my mouth, it damn well better be able to be the best thing that I could yeah. have at that given moment. 
And that varies, right? You know, sometimes you do want something that's milder in the morning or more aggressive after a you know, heavy steak dinner with, you know, some of that uh, petite Bordeaux that you got there with the permanent vacation wine. You know, it just all fluctuates. But mm-hmm. I am one of those that, like, we, we can't hold on to it. If you have it, enjoy it. If you if you have something, I I get it. There's those cigars that have a really special meaning to you. You know, we a cigar is a celebration, right? A celebration of a hard day at work, or the loss of a loved one, or the graduation of something, or a promotion. And and that to me is what a cigar is: is a celebration. No matter what you're doing, that's what that cigar is at that given moment. That's why yeah, I was told perfect. I couldn't smoke the dark side because that saved for our son Joseph's graduation <laughs> yeah. in yeah. May. So um, uh, I did have a, a quick question while Kyle was zipping through the uh, uh, the lounge. Do you have any uh, cigars that are exclusive and you can only get at your location by going to your location, yeah. your bar? Yeah. A- Absolutely. You know, one of the things that is is amazing because, you know, we we have this building (laughs) that is literally six doors down from our corporate offices. Right. And so being able to have a cigar lounge here, you know, we have blends that you can only get here at the cigar lounge. You know, Kyle's showing you some of those right now, you know, the cinnamon, Cinnamon. you know, but uh, but we have the Ezra Science Cigar Bar house blends that we do. And what we do also, which is kind of fun, is we will hold back maybe 10, 40 cigars from a release and put them in the lounge so that those people that actually do come out to the lounge, you know, it'll be sold out online, but they can still have an opportunity to be able to enjoy it here. You know, Decatur, Texas, it's a small town. It's in North Texas. It's Wise County. You know, we're outside the Metroplex by about an hour. But it still gives our local community, which we are very, very deeply invested in, um, you know, an opportunity to be able to get a hold of these cigars, you know, that they may not be able to get a hold of. Right. Now, yeah, my follow-up question, my follow-up question to that is, is there a hotel close <laughs> to the lounge that Kevin and Jessica can stay at? <laughs> yeah, Jessica- I think I- you got to take I, I that think, because my AirPods. Down. That's why I asked that yeah, question, so, Kevin. I wanted to make sure that there are yeah. only cigars you can get at that lounge, so I know that the next trip is going to be to North Texas. So literally, the building that we bought for the cigar lounge—it's two-story, right? It's it's twenty feet wide, hundred foot long. It's a shotgun building, right? It's it's right on the Decatur Square. It was it was built in the late eighteen hundreds, you know, in a very historical area here in, oh, in North Texas. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Kyle's putting that up, or somebody's putting that up. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So the windows just above that sign is we just opened last week the Decatur Suite, and there's three suites just above our cigar bar. That's awesome. I'll show you on the screen right now. And that's just typing. Look at that. American Airlines right now. That's three different suites that we have. We have the the bunkhouse suite, the seclusion suite, and then the Dean Martin suite. And you could literally stay there. Right above us, oh, uh, wow. right on Sweet's the right square, the cigar bar, Dang. and then you just That's walk down the steps, awesome. and it's the door is right next to each other. Yeah. I mean, Kyle that is cool. So we have a, a buddy that lives out in in Texas, Diggins, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Diggins, and I told him, I'm like, you better go yeah. to Ezra Zion's so, lounge and tell me what. So, 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 take so pictures and tell me how great. So it so is. So instead of a mint on your pillow, you get a cigar on your pillow every day. Is that what we're right? Right. You, you can't smoke in the suites due to insurance yeah. reasons yeah. and zoning reasons. 
But what you can do is like Kyle's showing you right there. You just simply walk down the stairs, whether the front or the back, and you go inside. The so you walk down the stairs. You, you know, it's a, it's awesome. You know, so that is we're awesome. very fortunate to be able to do that. We we remodeled the you know and kept a lot of the original aesthetic in the uh, cigar lounge and in that. the suites there. Oh, that's and so cool. it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I want dibs on the soap and the shampoo, Jess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ezra Zion branded everything, you know, soaps and uh, probably the only, the only time Jessica won't part with this. Uh, yeah, I won't part with it. Yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> like, I can't. Uh, that's it. So if you, you search Decatur, DecaturSuites.com, that's right above the cigar lounge. Ezra Zion Cigar uh, Lounge is right beneath it. Decatur Suites is right above it, and it's right on the uh, square. We're actually, um, you know, right on the square, and we have a very historical courthouse there, right in the square, right, because we're Decatur is the county seat for Wise County, and it's um, and it's undergoing a complete renovation right now to its original historical accuracy, oh, and wow. it's literally the most photographed uh, courthouse in all of Decatur because it's made with rose granite, so the entire uh, courthouse building is wow. a rose granite that was quarried in Wise County here. That's nah, crazy! Wow. wow, that is crazy. that is intense. That, that that is crazy. Well, since we're since we're on the topic of your of your uh, um, your shop here, uh, I've got to make a quick note because we got to get back to. Ah. Okay, right so later on, you. Uh, no, no, that's fine. We'll we'll back up here in, in a little bit. Let me just make an X where where we stopped here uh, on my notes. But yeah, like I said, we're, you know, um, let's talk about your uh, let's talk about your shop here. Um, what make you guys want to finally open up a brick and mortar after all these all these years? Kyle, are you back online or are you still offline? He's muted yeah. still. You're, Kyle, you're, you're muted. muted. <laughs> you're muted. Sorry, my AirPods died. I'm like at 5%. I'm like going one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, say it again. I, so for the Cigar Lounge, you know, uh, again, being invested in this community that we moved out to and we, you know, really started the whole, uh, you know, thrust of, uh, of all the cigars here in Wise County and everything else. We knew that we always wanted to eventually have a cigar bar in Wise County and uh, indicator uh, specifically <laughs> because it is the county seat there. But um, so, you know, again, being able to have our offices just, you know, six doors down, it, it, it was just, you know, God just put it right in our lap to be able to have this opportunity to be able to acquire this building, have the suites upstairs, have a vacancy come through. Eventually, uh, we did have some tenants in it that, uh, when we purchased it. We we honored those, uh, uh, you know, tenants and everything else. But then we decided that we wanted to be able to have a place that we could come to because traveling all over the United States and the world and going to different cigar lounges and everything else, what is it that we liked about all the different lounges? And what is it that we wanted to be able to say that, you know, this is an Ezra Zion cigar lounge. And, and that's what we did. So, I mean, it's, it's uh, certainly not the fanciest, you know, um, it's, it's uh, not bougie, it's, it's classy, but you know, we're still in a very agricultural area. You know, there's a lot of farmers, there's a there's a lot of cattle up here. Decatur's the cowboy capital of the United States. A lot of ropers, and so we wanted to keep that feel. And designing this cigar lounge, we actually um, incorporated the original, you know, shiplap that was underneath the original tin. When we that. exposed the uh, the two uh, steel columns that are in front of the wow. shop, it, it literally has bullet holes in the two columns that is in front of our shop from when they had shootouts. Um, you know, and, and, and where the location of the cigar bar is used to be a shooting gallery before it was actually a building. So I mean, oh, 
You know, you, you I, I was looking some through some pictures, and I've got some pictures of, of the shop, even though Kyle is is, is in the shop. Yeah, he's. Um, you know, I, I just want to credit. I just want to credit Desiree Roberts Photography for the pics. You know, I don't want to. I didn't want to take the pics off the, off the website without giving her. Yeah, the she's credit. awesome. But yeah, um, you got it, you got because like, we built this. We're in our cigar lounge right now. It's attached to the house, and which is awesome. I, 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 and, and I chose all the stuff that I I wanted. Be after visiting your shops, you, looking at your shop, you could tell that you guys have been in a thousand shops, and you know exactly what you wanted. You know, so we got we got a picture. Let's yep. see, picture here. You've got a bar. You've got outlets, multiple outlets for people to charge their phones, char, nice. charge big. their charge their outlets. Work. You know, yep. you've got a, a, a wow. huge seating area, but you still have like these little intimate areas. Yeah. If you get like one or two guys or gals. You know, you, you. you've got, you yes. know, um, you, you've got, you've got the VIP section. If you want to be a little bit, a little bit more intimate. That's the bougie um, part. You yeah. know, but it's but, nice when someone comes in and they want, if they're like doing like a, a meeting or something, they have like a little bit of, of yeah. privacy. It's so nice. exactly. yeah, I mean, glass, it, it, Kev, so when you go on the privacy lounge, you can look out on the people who are not in the VIP <laughs> and, and, and wave and mock them. Right, yeah, yes. you can look down yeah. on them. You can it's look like down. walking through first class, right? As you're walking down to the back of the plane, you get to see everybody sitting in the first yeah. class. Should have had that area elevated just a little bit more. <laughs> you know that, that 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 that's it. But it's, it's like it's, a fishbowl, like everyone's yeah. looking at you. But but, it, but 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 even even the storefront, you know, sometimes oh, so you go up to a lounge and you don't even know that it's a cigar lounge. I mean, you it literally says cigar bar giant letters i mean i'm a huge i'm a huge That's you know beautiful. proponent of just putting on your damn sign what your building's all about you know yeah. not not some bougie name you're like i wonder what they sell you know like we have business around here like i'd like to go in there just to see what they sell you know yeah. I, don't, I don't understand right. you know so but yeah it's legit like the perfect cigar lounge you know we can't wait to no, we can't wait to definitely get on our list you know to as get, soon as i saw that you had announced that i looked at kevin i was like well, that's happening. Yeah. I was like, I don't even oh, yeah. care. Like, I mean, we have flown, literally, we were on a trip somewhere and we saw a billboard for an underground zip lining thing but, in a cavern in Kentucky. Yeah, in Louisville, and, yeah. And so we just got on a plane and went and did it. And they yeah. do like BMX biking like, oh, yeah. trails like, down like, like there. We, like, like we were getting our rental car and they're like, oh, so what brings you to Louisville? And I go, we saw a billboard. A billboard. <laughs> and yeah. the, guy's like, the guy's like, what? And I go, yeah, we saw a billboard that said, come to Louisville. So I'm like, we so came if we bit. can do that, yeah. we can get on a plane to go to Scarlet. <laughs> that, that's it. Now, now on the cigars, is it Ezra? It's solely Ezra Zion, or do you guys have anything? Oh, we got other... all kinds. Yeah, no. So we basically were like, okay, well, we want to have some legit house blends, right? Which you know, which I'm I'm smoking one now, right? Mm -hmm. So we got house blends, all that kind of stuff, because you gotta. And then we are. Sorry, I'm doing this backwards. So like, you know, the fried chicken that just came out, we carved a couple fibers out just for to show some love into the cigar bar, right? So there's some small batch stuff. So the, yeah, we got our stuff, core lines and everything else. But then it's like stuff that we, you know, like friends of ours, right? So we've got like, we've got, you know, Drew, like a original, like when the, oh, the League of Tens came out in 18, like that's the original boxes, right? Oh my God. We got a bunch yeah. of tat stuff. We got original uh, Liga T52 pigs. Like, that's the first edition box. Rat, uh, what is that? Velvet Rats, first edition edition box. Original All My Exes, original Inceptions. Like, these are collector's mm -hmm. humidor. But, yeah, basically, like, all the people that we dig smoking. Like, there's a whole bunch of Viaje stuff in here. 
Oh, obviously uh, a bunch of Rojas. Sorry, you can't, can't see it that awesome. good. Rojas stuff, like black label, black work stuff. You know, friends of ours that we dig and like their stuff is amazing. Like that we, we yeah, that's HBC another thing. Stuff, the, the Roma. Black works. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's 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 like us and our buddies. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome. It's everything that so, we'd want to smoke, right? Because that's what yeah. we built it for. Is 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 for a cigar lounge that we could come to, and we can enjoy. And so it's it's all those that that we enjoy, and you know, and a flavored to, humidor. And we do have yeah. a flavored humidor for those that like the the flavored stuff as well. So I, I assume acids are in there. Oh, we got all yeah. kinds. Yeah, we do have okay. acids. Yeah. I mean, it's not that's my I thing, will but, say I mean, shockingly, I shockingly, I just I never was aware of how much that acid gets sold. Like I knew, obviously, people Tonics. smoke it. I've smoked mm -hmm. them, but people buy it yeah. so many people buy acids i was yeah. so blown yeah. away by that yeah, yeah. and we yeah. got like all kinds of like we got nasties uh oh. let's see what do we got in here like stuff that like you don't see hardly anywhere acid what acid one's liquid what is this one the ordinary larry oh yeah obviously kubas but i mean like you know like fun stuff if you're gonna smoke yeah. flavored i mean i guess smoke like fun flavored that's not fun, my thing but, I mean, you know, hey, uh, judging. yeah yeah now, now how, how often are you guys at the lounge? You guys aren't working the counter, are you? You know, I mean, it's just, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Working like, working like how does this work? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Look like yeah. they're working. Yeah. Bosses are here. Yeah. No, I mean, because, because the offices like are just right down the street from us, you know, we're constantly going back and forth between the lounge, you know, and, and quite honestly, if there's just, just like with y'all, right. When, when you guys invited us to be on and everything else, we're like, shoot, we'll just adjust our, our day and then hang out in the lounge and do it. You know, yeah. um, you know, we provide Wi-Fi for guests here and everything else and to work or to hang out or whatever the case is. But again, it's, we built it for a place that we could also go and enjoy. So, I mean, we're here constantly, you know, in irregular hours. I mean, we're not working the counters or anything like that. If we happen to be here and there's a question or, you know, if we could help somebody, you know, to, to position them into the proper cigar towards their palate or something like that. Absolutely. We'll do that. But yeah, you don't want me to work here day to day. Now, now has, there, has there ever, has there ever been that situation where like you're helping a customer and you know, the customer's like, well, I mean, like, what you like, well, what do you really know about this cigar? You know, like, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I did make it, you know? <laughs> yep. It's, it's funny. That happens a lot more than what you think. And then especially because, you know, from when we used to be so much more in the public eye, you know, with the beards and, you know, and all that other kind of stuff. I mean, it's kind of funny, you know, even when I'm traveling, I can go into a place and virtually, you know, fly underneath the radar and, you know, somebody will be like, ah, I'm not sure you really, you know, may be able to handle that cigar. And I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. You know, <laughs> you know, you know it, it was uh, it, it was like the it was like the first time I ever um, I actually met. I'd been friends with uh, Craig Vanderslice, Cigar Craig, for years and yeah. years. And um, we finally met up one day uh, uh, in, in Pennsylvania. Where it was we were. New Hope, Pennsylvania. New Hope, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and we went into a little lounge. We just had a couple of the girls went and did their thing. And we just smoked. We were in this humidor. And this young cat was there and trying to school, you know, yeah. like us and like like talking. And I told Craig, I go, 
should I tell him who you are? And he goes, just, just let it, <laughs> no, just let it, let it go, man. Just let it go. And it was so awesome. I, mean, I just wanted to be like, do you have any idea who this is? <laughs> no, but he does. He, he, he does it. He's he's not like that. He's so. just such a graceful yeah. dude. Like but he's yeah. just a good guy. But yeah, that's funny. I yeah, it was, it was it was awesome. Yeah. So so we're so we're gonna back up. We're gonna back up a little bit. Uh, we're gonna back all the way up to 2018. Um, mm. So we're going back a couple of years. Uh, you bought Nomad from Fred Rui. Um, what yeah. was the uh, what was the thought thought process behind buying? I mean, another brand. I mean, that guys, you guys at that yeah. time, 2018, you guys were doing good. You didn't, you know, did you feel you needed? Uh, another brand what was the thought process behind buying that well I'll, I'll i'll kick it off and then kyle can take over but um you know obviously we, we've known fred since since he came in and we came in right i mean we've been bros you know still are i mean think nothing but the best yep. of them you know tip our hat to him and everything else and um seeing what he was able to do with nomad was um you know kind of akin to what we were doing at that time and i think it just became a time in in his life where he was saying you know i'm i think i want to go in a different direction and his his he has family here locally so whenever he would come out he'd come and hang out with us and we'd hang out with him and he'd visit family you know and everything else and and him and his wife tracy are fantastic people and everything else and it didn't happen intentionally. I mean, I don't think Fred was looking to turn loose of Nomad, and we certainly weren't looking to, to purchase or acquire another brand. But through the course of conversation and everything else, it just kind of happened. And, you know, when when he had kind of made mention of it, kind of Kyle and I kind of did like the RCA dog thing, like, <laughs> do you think we could, you know, and then Kyle can take it on from there. Yeah. So, I mean, amen to everything Chris said. And uh, Fred's awesome. The awesome guy, awesome cigar maker, super creative guy. And like literally like one of the funniest people you will ever meet. Like oh, Fred oh, is yeah. one of the funniest guys. Like he's hysterical, yeah. right? <clears throat> so anyway, like Chris said, we've known him for years and years and just admired him, respected his him and uh, you know all the work that he's done in cigars and everything else. And I think, you know, where Fred was, and I mean, I don't want to speak for Fred, but I guess I'm going to speak for Fred a little bit. Um, you know, he's, he, he's, his mind is huge, right? The guy's like genius level. And a lot of, you know, comedian, comic minds, like his are there. He's just a smart, smart, genius kind of dude. Very cerebral and but witty and amazing, right? And I think he had a vision, you know, that was wanting to branch out larger. So it was just kind of like Chris said, kind of just one of those moments where it was like, hey, I want to kind of spread my wings a little bit. And I was like, well, hey, you know, if it makes sense to kind of carry the torch of nomad which is an amazing brand that has put out some amazing cigars uh yeah dude i mean we will steward that brand um you know for you and we want to see it exist in the industry and keep going forward and you know all that kind of stuff and you know lend our uh our flavor to it uh and that kind of thing and you know but it's it's distinctly different if you look at it like if you go to the nomad website versus the ezra website or whatever like it's two different personalities still there. Mm -hmm. There's still a lot of Fred, you know, in that brand and it, that's cool to us. So I look at yeah. it Chris looks at it like we're, we're, you know, Ezra's our baby, right? But Nomad is kind of like the Ezra after dark kind of thing. You know, we can kind of, it's a little bit more edgy, but 
we still look at it like we're 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 stewarding this brand and what does the future look like for Nomad? i don't know but does it's it's an honor to be able to um be entrusted with the brand for now you know i and again i don't know but it's it's something that we are very um we're careful with it we want to make sure that the cigars are impeccable that come out with it because that's how fred was like if you smoke any of the cigars that he produced through the years that he owned that brand they are impeccably made <laughs> impeccably cigars meticulously done so um that's kind of the story with that yeah and it's a story that i think that's still being written with the nomad brand it's super cool yeah you know um, yeah. um i i you, you mentioned like like ezra ezra's your, your your baby and um and no disrespect at all. Usually when someone says that, that it usually means they're disrespecting you. Um, so, uh, but no, I, I, I kind of feel like Nomad is kind of like the redheaded stepchild maybe of, of Ezra, Ezra, because everybody knows Ezra Zion. Like, I don't know of a lot of people that still know Nomad is still around. Oh. You know, um, the, the people that I talk to on, 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 a, on a daily. I feel like he's insane. Jessica, you know, I'm right. I, I just, I just, I, I feel yeah. like maybe Nomad's not getting. Kevin doesn't understand. Just, just like hey, then Jessica. retweet all the Nomad stuff. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So, so, that's what, you know, I, I just, I just feel like maybe Nomad's not getting the love, you know, like, like it's the not, stepchild it's, is. But it's not it's not Ezra Zion. Yeah, I, I know. No. It's Jessica's going to answer this question, guys. Listen, just ignore him. <laughs> oh my god, he doesn't understand. <laughs> he just he, he's not going to understand it. I, his mind is I, Sheldon. Okay, this is Sheldon here. He's going to like. <laughs> I, 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 I guess I guess him. I'm just mad that you still don't offer the uh, with the, the GB19 the the Kendall. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I did not. I was on the website. I did. I did not see that on the website. Yes. I did not see yes, that. They do. Do. Oh, look at Sheldon made an appearance. That's we have. We have Sheldon. Okay. So, maybe I'm not available. Maybe I'm getting a little butt hurt over nothing now because yeah, I didn't because Hell, I didn't see the, I, I didn't see those magical. Uh, one one of the great things that that I did, you that. know, when we did the transition and everything else is is you know obviously Fred is you know was hugely tied into you know his brand and what he cultivated and everything else, and and I think one of the you know most classy things Fred ever told us you know when we were finishing up the acquisition and everything else is, you know what guys. I know that I can entrust this brand to you, but I want you guys to make it yours. Right. It's been mine and I want it now to be able to be yours. Now, obviously, you know, we still offer, you know, the GB19s, we still offer, you know, the therapies, we still offer those awesome blends that, that Fred created, you know, and everything else. But then we were able to, like Kyle said, it's kind of like a split personality because with Ezra Zion, you know, it's a it's a certain personality, a certain uh, lane that we've been driving in, and and whether it's from outside forces or internal pressure, we decided this is the direction that we have to maintain as Zion in. But with mm -hmm. Nomad, the freedom that we have with Nomad mm -hmm. is unbelievable. Literally, by Fred saying what he said to us, and by us being able to have Nomad now, we can do anything. Any crazy idea that we think, eh, that might not go for as resign, we can do in Nomad. We can make it as far out as, as we possibly can. Right. And I think that's key, right? Like, I think there, 
the consumer knows what they want, right? So like you have your Ezra Zion people, you have your nomad people, then you have people that will cross over, but only Mm -hmm. like a little bit. Like I I do smoke some nomads and I do like some stuff, but I, you know, know what I like and I know what what is, you know, I'm going to be attracted to. So I think that's what you're not realizing is that they're not like, you know, together. Maybe. I'm, I don't know. I, it's not, I the, think, not the first time I have I been wrong. I just so, think you're insane. Think about it like uh, someone who's, uh, I mean, take Aerosmith, right? Uh, just someone everybody knows. Aerosmith, right? You have Steven Tyler, who's freaking Steven Tyler of Aerosmith. But still, he goes out and he does, you know, a solo project. Or Joe Perry, right? He's the lead guitarist of freaking Aerosmith, but he still has got, like, the Joe Perry project. It's still Joe Perry. But when he's in Aerosmith, he's in Aerosmith. And when he's doing mm-hmm. Joe Perry, it's Joe Perry. It's yeah. a little bit of a different animal, but it's still freaking Joe Perry, right? So it's that's kind of how, like, when we were thinking through this, like, I, I'm a musician too, right? So I draw a lot of parallels with the music industry and cigars. So I was like, this is how I can wrap my head around the vision when we first were putting the Nomad idea together mm-hmm. was like, um, it's like Aerosmith. And then like, you got Joe Perry over here doing this project, this project, you can get away with some stuff and maybe explore some things that you can't do that maybe wouldn't go people wouldn't understand on the, you know, the Ezra side or the Aerosmith side, you can you can do that you can experiment, you can go kind of a little bit crazy. Like I said, it's kind of like an Ezra after dark like kind that. of thing. And yeah. that's kind of what it is. So like when if you look at like the original like when we first had acquired nomad and we were putting out cigars because we had we had we had blends right that was one of the things was like dude okay we've we've kind of figured out logistics on the back end of this thing which i mean you know cigars are great but cigars also business right and there's a lot of moving parts in that Uh, everybody in cigars knows that Mm -hmm. right so having the logistics down and and being like hey we we have tobacco we have some blends we have you know we've cultivated these relationships and stuff Here's an outlet, but again, going back to let's just do the stuff that's fun. Nomad's a, a great brand. Fred's a great dude. This is going to be a fun project, and like, let's freaking kind of cut loose. Not that we're not on Ezra because we freaking do, but let's cut loose even more because, dude, we're mm. we're kind of like we are super reserved right now on this like on this show, right? Like we're yeah, we were just all hanging out. And this wasn't public. Like you guys, we, yeah, you leave tonight, you go upstairs. Are you when you fly out here and you hang out with us at the cigar bar? And then you go upstairs, you know, to hang out and, and spend the night at Decatur Suites. You guys are like, these freaking guys. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom's That's watching. Awesome. My wife's watching. My kids yeah. are watching. Like, we're super, my grandma's watching. Yeah. We're super reserved right now. So it's, so it's there's okay. kind of like the Ezra part. And then there's like the Nomad part. We can kind of let our hair down mm-hmm. a little bit. And like the first releases, right? We put out stuff and it was like, let's do stuff that's super like authentic to the factory and stuff. And it was like, you know, even wrapping things in, in newspaper, right? I was like, let's make it like real deal like stuff. People hated it. And I was like, guys, this is real. This is what you get started is freaking newspaper. I was getting newspaper from Chinatown. I was getting newspaper from Nicaragua. I having it flown in. This is as authentic as you can get. And people were like, we hate this. This cheapens it. I'm like... Okay. It Again, it was like let's push the envelope a little bit and try to do some different stuff. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, right? Like any mm-hmm. business. But um, you know, it's it's kind of the balance between like what you mm-hmm. like and the vision of what you want to do that you think is cool versus like what people actually want, what the market wants, and you, you gotta mm-hmm. find that happy medium in there, right? So anyway, I say I like to say like nomad is that place where we can I think take Fred's vision and continue it on of really pushing the envelope. Cause that's what he really did was he's an innovator 
and again, very, very a genius guy and, and take the cigars to that, to that place that people hadn't done that before. And so just to continue on with that vision, that's what Nomad is to us. So, yeah, I love you know, that. And, and everything that you guys have done, cause I mean, I'm, and everything's been copied now. Like everybody, everybody's yeah, just copying everything you guys uh -huh. have ever. Now, now you talk about newspaper. Now that's a big yep. thing. People want people want cigars. Yep. Oh, look, it's a yep. newspaper. And I'm yeah. like, and maybe we should yeah, you know, that. yeah, you know, you know that, <laughs> that, that, that's that's been that's been done before. You know, all the all the, yeah. but then but then they take it to a whole nother level. You know, with the naming and the bands and no, we, we're, uh, we're not going to get yeah, into. But here's we're not the gonna thing: you guys don't do boxes. You just do like the bundles, right? Like just <laughs> usually comes. Yep. Yeah. or they come in like you know the bag you know with a sticker but you always have stickers there's always something like thrown right. in the bag or on the bottom and then people still can use that like i turn all of my stickers and stuff into magnets and then all the oh, stuff from cool. the coffee bags i cut out the images and then i turn them into magnets that's like, awesome. you know that's yeah because awesome. it's awesome artwork like it's amazing yeah. and yeah. so Upcycling. Yeah, yeah well, and that, stop case teasing maybe. Yeah, and, that, and that's one thing when, when, we, when we started when we started our our cigar company, Trash Panda Cigars. You know, that was one thing that that Which we awesome, that we co that we that yeah. we, thank you mm -hmm. that we copied from Love you guys. It. Like, I I don't want boxes. Yeah. I want stickers. Mm -hmm. I want people to be able to you know take that because I I don't like waste. I don't you know throw. I mean, there's so many boxes. I don't know how many away. people are reusing the biohazard bags that we sent. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah. Every everything comes in a biohazard bag. You know, when you get from Trash Panda cigars, you know that's my packing material. I love biohazard, it. Yeah. Biohazard bags. So, but but you can people use those. You know, as trash cans for their car, that's little true. trash bags. That but, is uh, true. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know. So I mean, we we love we love the stickers. We love everything. But I else. do. That was the one thing that also was really appealing. Was just the the artwork it's just, it's just awesome like and then but it's just a, a step right. above like you buy a box yeah it's nice but how many people are gonna be able to hold on to a yeah, thousand right. boxes of cigars you know yep, it's right. it's not gonna happen absolutely that's absolutely. it yeah and and that's the thing right it's uh like like chris said you know started out being like oh hey let's print on the back of the cigar band you know and it's like oh well, what else could we do with packaging and think yeah. about that and then it was okay well we're we're gonna you know have an app and send stuff directly directly to customers and okay how much is it to ship a box versus shipping a five pack and i personally like a five pack because if i get a five pack of something right i can put it in my coat pocket or put it in my pot whatever right and i can mm -hmm. take that with me and then like that's my i brought cigars for my bros we're gonna hang out tonight kind of thing versus bringing a box and then like i spent five hundred dollars on a box and then everyone's gonna steal my cigars like screw that so yeah. you know, it's like stuff like that right and then it's also that's a canvas for our artwork, right? And then it's like, okay, well, the kind of art we want to do, it's in the the vision and the and the again, it's it's what stuff is mm -hmm. fun. Well, you know, it's everything from freaking, you know, zombies to like whiskey to hell. and dude, I mean, I'm I was born in nineteen eighty. So I love freaking Nintendo. I love eighties rock bands. I love rock and roll music. Like, you know, and it's like all that kind of stuff that's fun to me that I dig. Transformers, like no trademark stuff. Nothing is actually transformers right or whatever right it's like that kind of stuff yeah. is cool well this allows us to kind of like have fun with all of that and then create yes. it's, it's like it's like we're freaking living the dream right we can make amazing cigars that well, we, we think they are right i'll just say it. we think we think they are cigars that we really 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 like to smoke and then the names and the, the personality that's given to them like it reflects the flavor and then they make like a dessert style cigar like which we fell into and we freaking are obsessed with making dessert style cigars. Like 
truffle cigars and you know uh candy cigars and uh, nothing's flavored right and i'm sorry no. fd and everyone gets offended by that but like dude frick we just like making great cigars and i'm sorry it tastes like a freaking candy bar to me so the name is dark chocolate bar yeah. Yes, but crap, it's named Dark Chocolate Bar. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't buy it. That's it. We we, we may or may not. We, we 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 love our stickers. We love the the graphics. We may or may not have a, a logo oh, that you. looks yeah. that looks real like, similar to a uh, Hogwarts. Um, you know, to the Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. or, 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 or my or my favorite is the Thundercats with oh, a, yeah. with a, with a, uh, Thundercats. Home. Exactly. There you go. You know that, that that that's it. So uh, we mentioned you mentioned the wine a couple times. When did the when did you guys get into the wine business, and and how did how did you delve into to doing that? Yeah. So I mean, um, where where our ranch was, and we we built a you know a metal building on on the ranch, and that's where we we're operating out of. You know, there was a winery that was just down the hill from us, and we partnered with them. You know, selling cigars at their winery and great neighbors and great people. Marker Sellers Winery, they've since moved to Bridgeport, but fantastic people. And really started getting into the whole wine, the North Texas wine, the Texas grapes, the Texas culture of wine. Oh, you know, realizing the so history good. that comes behind the, you know, the vintners and, and the different varietals of wine and wine grapes and everything else. And how that, you know, saved the whole, you know, French wine industry and all that other stuff. Anyway. All that being said, you know, we decided that, right, um, we enjoy drinking wine and smoking cigars. And okay. so we decided to open up a winery and, you know, and, and sell the wine and everything else. And we created, you know, four different varietals and it was awesome. And it was it, we were able to source it here in Texas, you know, and keep it very Texan as far as that and it was goes. vintage. It was vintage, like what we like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was very vintage. We're like we were the American find, pickers of tobacco. Yeah, growers <laughs> out in out in West Texas, and and it was awesome. And uh, but then when we knew um, that we were going to be going into the different spaces, right, the whiskey space and the retail space, the the way that the alcohol industry is in Texas is you can only operate three in tiered. one tier. There's three tiers, and you can only operate in one tier at any given time. And so we ended up having to close the winery down. So then that way, it would allow us the opportunity to be able to open, um, you know, the cigar bar with the mixed beverage permit and to be able to be with oh, Oak wow. and and all that. And so um, while it was great, and if you still have some, it's fantastic, uh, but you're not going to be able to get any more of that because we actually had to close the winery down so oh, wow. we could actually have the other permits. And well, you know, now I won't be drinking this for a long time. <laughs> no, I, again... I'm drink it. Those, but if you if you have I'm it, gonna drink it. Enjoy it. <laughs> Come I bring it out on. here and drink it with us. Yes, yeah. there you go. That would be perfect. That there. that, that That's we, will what do. we will do. You know, and then and then and Jessica had Chris just... will buy you a steak dinner. There's a steak yeah. dinner literally <laughs> oh. on the corner. That's freaking oh. amazing. No, you're gonna buy, it, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> per, 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 perfect. We 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 love that. You know, Jessica had mentioned the uh, you know, she takes her coffee bags and turns them into uh, magic. Yeah, here. Well, and then, and then what, what about the the, the, co the coffee? Oh um, yeah. Uh, is, is that is that local? Is that you know from from Texas as well? Do you guys got a local roastery? Yeah, we we roast that with a buddy of ours, and so we we blend those to pair with cigars, right? So if you notice, we've done maybe one or two in all the years. That's more of a mild uh, coffee. Mm -hmm. The rest of them, that just doesn't, to us, it doesn't hit right 
or it doesn't hit as well with a cigar. The cigar overpowers it for the style of cigars that, that we make, which is usually a medium, medium full or full cigar, right? That's kind of the spectrum that we like that we make cigars in. So the coffee that we make is going to be that same sort of boldness, same sort of flavor profile you're going to get in a cigar because it needs to pair and balance right with the cigar. So there's been one or two we've done that have been a little bit more mild. They're good. They're amazing by themselves. But when you pair them with a the cigar, they can tend to get an R it's subjective, right? Flavor subjective, but they can get a little overpowered. So a uh, buddy of ours roasts it. We blend those two pair. It's coffee to pair with cigars. So every month, you know, something comes out. My, my, my parents love it. They don't smoke cigars, but they love the coffee, right? The so coffee, it's just the, yeah. all this coffee. They want the coffee, 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 coffee. And uh, yeah, so that's a fun thing. I, I started drinking coffee when I was five years old, courtesy of my dad, which is awesome. <laughs> so it was kind of like we got in cigars and it was like, well, what else do we like? Well, we like coffee, we like wine, we like whiskey, like let's uh, let's make those. So yeah, that's kind of how the coffee <laughs> came about, the wine came about, the whiskey came about, all that stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, I think you guys are the only one other than uh, Tony Bellotto of uh, you know of Caldwell. You know, he has his yeah. own roastery. I think you guys are the only yeah, ones Youngstown doing Youngstown coffee. Yeah, Youngstown. I think you guys are the only ones doing the uh, the coffee. Same thing with him. He's just just a coffee nerd. Mm. Well, he's a Somali. Yeah, he's a Somali. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I would ever question. Yeah, Tony. No. <laughs> but, oh, that coffee's great. I'd be like, I take. I would believe you. Yes. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> now, now, you guys had mentioned uh, um, Oak and Eden, and then uh, um, um, I did. So, what, what's your mm-hmm. affiliation? Do you own Oak and Eden, and what's the uh, what's the deal with that? <laughs> Chris, did you freeze up? Chris, did Chris freeze up? It's hard when there's two like, people on. You don't want to step on the other guy, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, Oak and Eden, I mean, it, it actually came about much like the the, um, the cigars with Kyle and I. Uh, you know, Joe and his brother Jamie had this crazy idea about doing something in a space that already existed, but taking a little bit of a tweak on it and we met in church and um, we were, we were all members of the business leaders of our local church and everything else. And so he said, Hey, I had this crazy idea about creating whiskey that has actually finished in the bottle with a spire, a wooden spire inside the bottle. And uh, you know, this gives us the opportunity to be able to create um, you know, uh, just within six weeks, it's completely finished with inside the bottle. And we have the patents oh, for yeah. it and, and all that stuff and everything else. But it gives us the ability to tr- be able to take some fantastic bourbon, some fantastic wine, and, and be able to, you know, whether it's a blend or whether it's pure, whatever the case is, depending upon the wood, depending upon the char, depending upon what the saturation is. Like we take the spire and we soak it in some, uh, you know, 2019 Cabernet. And we let it oh, just sit so there and soak in that thing for a few months. And then we there put it in the bottles and we make there's, our yeah. bourbon and vine right there. So yeah. it gives us, much like the cigar industry oh, wow. or the Ezra Zion cigars, it gives us an opportunity to be able to create these very specific, very unique flavor profiles. So you're doing like different space. fusions is like basically exactly. – that was that was gonna be my question do, do they yeah. come with the spire still in the bottle yeah spire yeah. is still in the bottle oh. um you know and, and we're partners in it um you know and joe and jamie are the are the founders and the ceo and and brad's there as well 
And, um, but, you know, having those conversations, Kyle and I really saw the opportunity that they were trying to do in a space that is very, again, traditional, very traditional. What we're doing with the Oak and Eden and the Spire and in-bottle finishing and have the patents for all that and everything else is very untraditional as far as that goes. You're not going oh, yeah. to go to Oak and Eden and sit there and say, I want a 25-year-old whatever. It's just right. not going to happen. Right. So we finish every bottle with a spire in the bottle and you can buy it online or you can come out here to north texas and go to the bridgeport the, uh, the, right, the uh, flagship location or down to fort worth the clear fort location you can literally create your own bottle of whiskey unique to you and then within six weeks it's completely finished and then you can go ahead and enjoy it so if you want to ride in maple or if you want a, uh, a Cabernet in a bourbon, whether you want a cast strength or 90 proof, whatever the case is. It that is just, mind blowing. It can it's crazy. literally, anything you can think of, we have over a hundred different flavors, if you will, with yeah. different wood varietals, with different chars on that wood varietal, and then with different saturations of that wood varietal to be able to put into that whiskey and oh, now and now just to, to, to infuse it is pretty genius because i i've, I've gotten spires in the past because yeah. i've had i've had some local whiskey here i'm in greenville south carolina and it was just a little like mm -hmm. i don't know and i put the wooden spire and let it sit for a couple of months and it was amazing how it changes the flavor because it's like in my opinion it's like always having the you know how how that's whiskey and stuff is all finished off in oak barrels it's like always having an oak barrel inside the whiskey at all times yep you put the bottle exactly in the barrel inside the bottle yep yeah, yeah. yeah. and it works and well they, i mean i was amazed yeah. blown away yeah. how it changed the flavor profile yeah so, so now every, oh i'm sorry everybody yeah, hey, don't interrupt gonna, me over here when you're gonna finish a whiskey right it's it goes inside of a barrel yep. you know yeah. and then you finish the whiskey in the barrel that spire actually has uh, more surface area per the 750 milliliters that are within that bottle than a barrel does. So it's actually getting exposed in that bottle to more surface area of that wood and that char and that flavor profile that's yeah. coming out of the organics and the botanicals of that wood to be able to produce what you I, have. I do have that's a question amazing. though. I'm, does it have to be in like, uh, like an area where there is not a lot of light? Like does the like temperature or light or any of that affect it, it doesn't matter. Then none of that affects. No, I mean, you, you could say that, I mean, oh, well, if it's hot, then it's going to expand and it's going right. to, but, uh, but it's in a bottle. So the glass yeah. is not going to. That's yeah. true. That is true. Yeah, so, so the cool thing too, is that now, and again, what, what holds up this innovation and I don't mean to get too political here, but it, I'm going to get political for like one second is, is regulations, right? Yeah. It's, regulations uh if it's on the state level or the federal level or whatever if it's with cigars or if it's with uh, wine or if it's with whiskey it's like trying to jump through all the hoops so it's taken us all these years right to finally be able to get to the point where you can now go to you know okadeen.com and you can friggin uh you can make your own bottle so what you would have to come out here to bridgeport to the library to do in person and making your own bottle you can do this online now and you can get whatever whiskey you want. It could be uh, a, a bourbon, it could be a rye, it could be a four grain, it could be a weeded, 
You can pick your whiskey. You can pick whatever uh, wood that you want. If it's a American oak or French oak or whatever, whatever toast you want, a light toast, you want a heavy toast, you want a heavy char, or whatever, and then whatever infusion you want. Mm-hmm. If you want a raspberry liqueur or a, a, believe it or not, this tastes amazing, an olive oil or a maple syrup or a Coca-Cola or whatever, and you can do all those things online and have a custom bottle with your name on it delivered to you within just you know, a couple of weeks or whatever it is. Uh, you can do that online now. So again, we wanted to do this years and years ago, right, Chris? But yeah. it's taken us all these years to jump through all the regulatory hoops and all the whole team that's at Oak and Eden to be able to bring this. But now we have the innovation that nobody else has. And we've got what, the four patents plus or whatever it is on it, six patents yeah. on in-bottle finishing. And there's a utility patent and the design patent and all this stuff. So it's really awesome and nobody's doing it. And the cool. whiskey is no, that freaking is amazing. Cool. Yeah. Now, now, is there any um, uh, in in the future of offering just the spires on their own? As in, like I can get a an olive oil spice uh, uh, spire, and then I can have it shipped to me, and I can put it in my. I only drink rum, um, so uh, <laughs> can I have a uh, can I can I have a pomegranate spire? Pomegranate's great. Just to just to ship just to me without the whiskey. Uh, no, right now it's just. It's just the in-bottle finishing. So we're, we're not selling just the spires individually or, you know, infused individually. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. we want you to be able to create your own bottle. And so we're not, sell, we're not uh, providing an opportunity right now for the individual spire. But you can put that in one of our bourbons, one of our ryes. Yeah, that, I, I, I was just thinking yeah. about that of just, of just getting that because once once the bottle is empty, you know that spire, you know now it's got the infusion of whatever you know you that chose online yeah. plus the whiskey. Now yeah. if I put that into something else like a clear rum or something, that's probably going to be fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it'd be amazing. Guys exactly. doing amazing. any like cognacs since there's the wine element in there? No, um, right now we're sticking to the whiskey side of the house. Okay. Now, if you go, if you go to the locations, the physical locations, mm-hmm. again, the way the regulations are in the state of Texas, if you're going to be providing, you know, uh, a, a manufacturer and then you're going to have a bar associated with it, you can only pro- provide what is produced in there. Got so it. we actually uh, okay. create our own. We create our own rums. We create our own gins, all in house, so that we can provide That's freaking crazy good in-house but we do not yeah. currently sell those on the online platform got it or at a national level yeah like that's so cool mm-hmm. though that's so cool i i there's so many bourbon and whiskey groups out there like i mean these are like die hard oh, people yeah. that yeah. are you know into these and i would just be curious because you know everyone's like an expert you know that are in these yeah. like oh groups, yeah you know? I, I can i can but only that, imagine that is freaking really cool yeah. like that is just a really yeah. cool concept I, I love it that. is it is and, and like i said i've i've used wooden spires and in, in, in the whiskeys here and it was amazing how it just changed it actually matured the whiskey because you could definitely tell that the whiskey was just i think it was in someone's bathtub maybe uh but uh <laughs> but what, what you guys are doing with infusing those spires and then you know uh, introducing it to the liquors is that that's that's oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome yeah, I, I'm definitely going to pick up a bottle because I know one of my favorite rums is a Dovetail Rum that uh, JD, Jonathan Drew, came out with when he was doing his uh, um, whiskey thing. And it was a rum, but it was finished in whiskey barrels. 
So, yeah, right. and then the rum is just fantastic. Yeah. And I've never come across another rum. I hear Bacardi's got one now since they bought out some whiskey company that they're, you know, they're finishing oh, a, they? a new rum and up, but yeah, I definitely going to pick up a bottle so I can dig out that spire. And, uh, well, like, uh, <laughs> like well, Corona, you know, with Jeff, he has his own barrels that he does. Yeah. He does done, a barrel pick. Yeah, yeah. He's done yeah, some, barrel picks are you awesome. know, barrels and stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty cool, but I'm not, I've, some of this stuff I don't understand, like certain bourbons and whiskeys. People yeah. will tell me, and then I find out how much a, a single pour is, and I'm yeah. like, heart attack. Like, yeah. how now, much was that? Yeah. Now, now on the now on the Ocean Eden, um, are are they a distillery distilling distilling their own bourbon, um, or are they per, you know uh, purchasing outside? Where's the where's the the uh, the bourbon coming from, or the the, the alcohol? So, so the, okay. go ahead, Kyle. Well, so on the whiskey side, the, whiskey, the juice yeah. itself, yeah, is coming from the bourbon and the rye and everything else. So from MGP, right? Okay, but yeah. But then we're distilling uh, our own gin and rum and different <clears throat> things like that. So there's there's a whole lot of iterations and different projects that are kind of in the pipeline that's still to come. Like, for example, one that actually just got released this year was a cookie dough flavored whiskey. So a flavored whiskey, which, again, it's kind of like a flavored cigar. Maybe not as everybody's cup of tea. I I like it. You know, it's very sweet. It's a big, it's a huge seller and everything else. Kind of like a peanut butter. You've heard of you know screwball and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's way better than screwball, but uh, I'll do respect to screwball. Um, I'm biased. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of things that we're uh, distilling and we're making in house, um, and those things are coming have been brought online and are in the pipeline and will be announced here in the next you know six twelve months kind of thing, but. Uh, yeah, as far as the juice goes, we were able to wrap up uh, a deal for, without going into too many of the proprietary details. Uh, some very amazing juice uh, for the next few years on the whiskey side. So, and then but right. the magic is, I mean, it's amazing whiskey, but then the end bottle finish with, you know, like uh, Chris said, you know, there's a bourbon and brew cigar that has uh, coffee infused spire that gets put in there. And it's not oh like a coffee God. flavored yeah. whiskey, but there's it. It gives the whiskey a certain personality. I don't know how else to say it because it doesn't taste like, oh, I'm tasting coffee. It's not like that. It's Or even with the, the uh, Cabernet infused, it's not like it's, oh, I'm tasting wine. Mm-mm. Just gives it a personality. And it's, this is a, you know, double gold medal winner at the whatever San Francisco whiskey, mm-hmm. I don't even know what it's called, but it's like the Olympics of whiskey tasting, uh, you know, awards, I guess. I don't know, but there's like 50 gold medals winners of wow. all these different whiskeys and we're over there like oh sweet i don't know i know cigars i don't know whiskey right other than yeah. the taste, but yeah. you know to, to go down like you know like jessica was saying like that rabbit hole of all these whiskeys i i picked my lane to nerd out on and it was cigars it wasn't particularly whiskey so i mean like i know more than your average guy about whiskey but i don't know whiskey like i know cigars or tobacco so I mean, it's a little bit different thing but yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, pretty it's awesome cool. stuff Wow. Yeah, so definitely head over, everybody head over to Oak and Eden. Now you said you're distilling yeah. rum. Is that available on their their website? I did not see the rum. No, you got to go to the no. flagship. Oh, oh, you got yeah, you have to go. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. okay, so now now we have even more of a reason to go. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Bridgeport is literally what 20, 15 minute drive from where we're yeah. at the cigar bar. Cake. You do yeah, coffee so we'll infused rum, and then we'll go. A coffee. We could do infused right? whatever. That's the beauty of it. There's literally when you yeah. go to Oak and Eden in Bridgeport, there's a place in the back called the library, and there's 
every infusion basically you could ever think of with mm. whatever wood and whatever toast you want and you can put it in whatever whiskey you want and you can create a personalized whiskey and that's that's the innovation that really drew us to this when we you know, like chris said we met joe at church right at gateway church and when he talked to us it was because he knew us with cigars and like, hey what you guys have done with cigars and the innovation you guys have brought which to us is like weird to hear because we're like dude we just make cigars i don't know but anyway <laughs> okay uh but he's like what you guys have done you know from the outside looking in or whatever like i want to i think we have something that's kind of like a uh you know an innovative product in the whiskey space that could be a real big disruptor game changer you know whatever term you want to use or whatever and then we went over to his house literally and he uh, on his on his uh, kitchen island had all these bottles of whiskey lined up, which I was I saw that and I was like, it's gonna be a good night, people. It's gonna be a, really good, night. <laughs> a good and, sign. And it was a good night. And, it was? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. I was like, dude, like, you know what this dude, what Jamie and Joe have created, like, literally in their garage. Like, it's this is uh, this is My something God. that we definitely want to partner with them in and and uh you know be a part of and so like it was you know form the company and do all the stuff and everything else mm -hmm. so it's uh it's it, it's just awesome so yeah it, it's right. hard to explain you kind of got to like just come out to texas mm. stay in decatur suites upstairs smoke cigars <laughs> yeah. as a cigar bar and then we'll all have a steak on chris and then we'll go over to the <laughs> open eating flagship and we'll make a bottle of whiskey now that's a good Sold. night <laughs> that, that 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 is a that is a good night yeah. I, I i agree i agree um so uh so 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 coming down to 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 the tail end of the show, uh, one of the one of the other uh, questions that uh, um that I had prior and uh, was, do you guys still do exclusives for other shops? Um, I guess you used to do this. I I didn't know. You know, do you used to do this back in the day and you stopped or? Yeah, um, we. I'm trying to think. Well, we did for the only Parker, exclusive was we done was just local here. But yeah, we're, we're not big awesome. into um, doing exclusives for shops or, or doing that type of thing. I mean, we've done some for friends in the industry that have had, um, you know, like to celebrate their son or to oh, celebrate, okay. a, you know, a particular event. Um, obviously, we're big fans of, you know, some of the local cigar shops here in the uh, North Texas area that we've done <laughs> uh, exclusives for annually. But as far as actually doing a shop exclusive, uh, we we just haven't really got into that. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, technically, you're doing that for yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. All your yeah. cigars yeah. are shop exclusives. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are shop <laughs> exclusives. Yeah, for every <laughs> <laughs> Scion cigar bar. Great shop in Texas that has a bunch of stay in the suites <laughs> and then go make some fusion uh, whiskey. You know, yeah, it's a whole package. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's it. Steak dinner. That's yeah. it. Um, on, uh, on Chris, apparently. On Chris, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's on Chris. There's yeah. no question that Chris is yeah. freaking Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, uh, um, how, how, when's the last time you guys had a fight about something? Or an argument? Not a fight, but a, a disagreement. Never. Never? We, we, we don't. Nope. I mean, we, we, when, when we decided to do what we were going to decide to do, it was either going to be 100% and do it, and each one of us um, are 50-50 in everything, right? But we both have uh, enough respect for each other that if somebody doesn't feel like 100%, like let's go towards that direction, then we just drop it. Um, we, we don't fight, we don't argue, we're very open, we're very candid. Um, you know, we'll listen to what the, uh, the idea is or the, you know, the thought process is, 
of each other. But at the end of the day, if there's not complete agreement, um, just like we do in our households, right? If there's not a complete uh, agreement in your household, then you're going to have chaos. And we don't want to allow that opportunity to come into our uh, work environment. You know, Kyle's my best friend. I mean, I love going to work to, every day with this guy. I mean, his family comes over to my house. My family goes over to his house. I watch his kids grow. He's watched my kids grow. He's been with me at the hospitals when my kids have been in the hospital and vice versa. And, and that level of respect that we have for each other, we just never wanted an opportunity for the enemy to come in and create a rift or a division between us. And so if there's an opportunity where, you know, he has an idea or I have an idea and he's like, nah, or I'm like, nah, then we just go, okay, done. And we just respect each other enough to just not pursue it. Yeah, that's great. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that, that's awesome. absolutely great. And then, and then my final question for the night, and we'll pass over to Jessica and Care. Uh, you guys have been all over the world, all over the U.S. Uh, who has the second best barbecue in the U.S. Um, <laughs> b- b- behind Texas? Is, is there is there second is there best. even is there even a second best? <laughs> oh, I know mine. I'm waiting for Kyle to say yes. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but a Santa Maria style barbecue with tri-tip is uh, literally awesome. So uh, that's when I go cook barbecue at my house and maybe dude if y'all come out we could do that or maybe we'll just crash chris's house because he can cook a mean tri-tip too uh tri-tip's amazing but the brisket here in texas is amazing too so those are the go-to for me i know a lot of people like uh you know uh pork uh barbecue or pork ribs or stuff like that we actually don't eat pork so i don't know but uh yeah yeah so we like cows. We eat a lot of cows. Now, 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 now what about like, like said, like second best is in like, is it North Carolina? Is it Kansas? Oh, um, is it, oh, is there even, is there, is there anybody Louis. that can? St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. 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 Yeah. Okay. Louis. Yeah. What a question. They have some mean barbecue. Okay. Yeah, if you I pick something, you piss off everybody else, right? Everyone's <laughs> yeah. like super freaking aggro on their own kind of barbecue. Someone's oh. always going to be mad. It's okay. Right. Someone's yeah. Someone's going to be upset. Someone in oh, Mississippi yeah. so, is like super pissed right now. Yeah, <laughs> never buying from those guys again. Screw yeah. those guys. Screw those yeah. guys. All they produce is 400 cigars anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. J- Jessica, any uh, any any final questions, thoughts, comments? No, I just want to oh, thank you guys. Oh, hey, sorry, sure. sorry. Hang on, hang on, real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I got I got a filibuster. My wife just texted me. I'll tell you the second best barbecue: roll and smoke barbecue ribs in Las Vegas. Las right, Vegas? Vegas? Those Roll beef ribs will minister. Oh, you go to the trade show in Vegas, you gotta go to Rolling Smoke Barbecue. Yep, thanks, oh, man. Right. She's watching. See, I told her she just texted me, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah that's right. That's <laughs> okay, awesome. we'll, we'll, be, we'll be out there this year's PCA, uh, so yeah. I find it funny that you asked that, though, because we were, I think, were we in, uh, we were in Tennessee, weren't we? We're... Uh, Bristol, yeah, Tennessee. Bristol, Tennessee, and we went to this like barbecue place someone had suggested, and they had their home like a homemade barbecue sauce, and like we flew there. Somehow we thought it was a good idea to like ask them if they had bottles for sale, and they were like, "No, but we can bottle you up some and like <laughs> give it to you." So we did that. We're awesome. like. How are we bringing this? Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was a styrofoam was like, container was, of barbecue <laughs> sauce, <laughs> and we were like, "Oh shit!" We had to like dump it. Yeah, you just dumping it. Did you dump it in a in a bunch of three ounce little bags? 
Yeah. 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 It's so oh funny you're like, we did not think this through. Yeah. It, it, you should have exactly. frozen. You can take it. I know. It oh, we should have frozen it. I know. Damn. Hindsight Damn. 2020, Next man. Time. That's it. So we're going to have yes, when we go out we, to. Next show, we'll have to talk about weird stuff that Chris takes on airplanes when we travel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, raw uh, corn on the cob. Yeah. So I will. Nothing wrong with the raw, raw corn yeah. on the cob. Go through TSA with Chris when he's bringing through eight years of raw corn on the cob. That's oh my god! I fun love to explain. That. Why does your friend That's have all this awesome. corn on the cob? I don't know. Ask him. I, I don't know. My, my dad used to tell me that's what they kept in the outhouse as a, uh, on the farm as a kid was corn on the yeah, cob or, or cobs. They, yeah, they had no corn on them. But... That's not a corn on the cob. That's a cob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not cooked. Yeah. So what was that, Jessica? I, well, I, I was going to let you add your your uh, story with on the airplane thing, but I'm going to – you can save that for another time. But I'll ask Manny – what Manny always asks is my final oh, question. Oh, is, is Manny on have tonight? You, he, he said he something in the earlier. beginning. Have you ever watched a show, Oak Island? <laughs> oh, Curse of Oak Island? Oh, Oak Island. Yeah, Curse yeah the Curse of Oak Island. Island. I yes. love that show. And my kids are watching <laughs> because they just right. text me right now that, we're, Dad, you're doing great, and which is awesome. And I would say, hey, it's Curse of Oak Island night. And they're like, oh, we hate that show. And I'm like, no, me and Mom, this is our stories. Me and Mom We're are watching find our it. stories. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, oh my a God. fan, when he, knows the whole, when he corrects you, knows the whole title. What, the Curse of Oak Island? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Marty Lagina? Marty Lagina? Yes, I know. Yeah. So, so we, <laughs> we've, we've been asking every guest for like two years. Well, that and alien. You, you're the, you're the first that have ever seen Oak no, Island. There's been like two people the, who no, they, said they've the, seen yeah, it. Yeah. They're, they're like, but, yeah, yeah, seen we're it. educated, sophisticated, <laughs> informed so cigar makers. We're so you, well read. You we're are so going well, to enjoy this new show that's coming out it's a mash between oak island and uh skinwalker, skinwalker ranch. ranch it's called mystery at blind frog ranch yeah so it's it, a new show coming out so, so if you so, really like oh, oak God. island so it's aliens it. and they're finding gold and they're finding so, gold so it's oh, great nice done dude see and i'm a sucker for like gold rush and all that stuff too yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Too, too. i'm your man yeah, oh, yeah. Todd hoffman <laughs> god bless you man you are uh, dumber than a sack of rocks, but you find gold, so God bless. Yeah, that's it. Oh my! The, oh my the premise God. of that show, Kevin, you get beamed up by aliens, or you get probed while you find a. I, I don't. We I don't, don't know. Yeah, while, while, while you find a button from the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. Yeah. Oh I don't my know. combo! Oh I don't my know. God! So, so <laughs> care, care any any final any final questions for tonight? No, this was great, guys. Appreciate you coming on and. Um, I mean, after five years, definitely honored that uh, you're on the show. And it's been almost two and a half hours, and it feels like it's been about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. can probably stay on for another two, two and a half. I mean, this was great. Appreciate you taking the time. No, <clears throat> no, it's our honor. We really do appreciate y'all a lot. So, yeah, so everybody look in the in the, in the, uh, the show description below. You can uh, go to the social media links uh, um, uh, for Ezra Zion, um, Nomad Cigars. I can't put the link for the Oak and Eden because YouTube. You know, they don't like links to See? alcohol, tobacco. And See? I, I know. I know. Rigged. You know, yeah, ab absolutely. So uh, we're, we're definitely we're definitely going out there. And then yes. uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get I'll put together a um, like a family reunion of all the Kyle Hoovers. 
and roll out. Like, <laughs> especially, especially if we get, if we get, if we, especially if we can find that lieutenant colonel. Oh my and god! Then, and then, the, and then, the, and then the, uh, uh, the guy from the energy company, yeah. and then the, 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 I mean, the, the pastor at Austin Stone. I mean, I mean, you guys probably have a lot to talk about, so we'll. Oh yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, I'm we'll, down. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, invite, we'll invite him out. It'll be the world's largest gathering uh, of, of Kyle Hoover's. And uh, in you won't have to worry about name badges. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. We'll, we'll we'll save we'll save money. So, care any uh quite final questions, thoughts, comments, concerns? Still no. He disappeared. So uh, no. he disappeared there. He's all, I'm out. So, oh, He's got bean data here. Yeah, I got it. beamed up by uh, Bullfrog uh, Alley. Right yeah, that's it. That's it. So, all right, Chris, Kyle, thank you guys so much for thank coming on, man. We had a blast. Thanks, Thanks for having us, guys. Awesome. You have a blessed night. Thanks. You too. All right, you too. Have a good night. All right, everybody, start typing in the word "cigar" for our uh, um, the tapping ash and taking names giveaway presented by Amendola Family Cigars. In the meantime, we'll hear a word from our sponsor, Corona Cigar. Let's uh, share the uh, um, the screen here. All right. Dropped a battery. That's where I disappeared. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> just damn uh, remote. Control. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have to draw again. Uh, JJ. Uh, no. JJ just just yeah, won. Yeah, just won. Well, just won I mean, recently. Now he needs to go so, play lotto yeah. or something. That's it. Let me uh, <laughs> let me share this again here and uh, and draw again. The lottery up, JJ. <laughs> yeah, I know. All Turner, right. Turner, send uh, send me an email. Kevin. Oh, you weren't going to try to say that. that no, I was not going to try and say that. Turner, please send me an email, Kevin at cigarprop.com. I'll get you your prize pack out to you. Which is from uh, um, a Corona cigar. It's the it's the, uh, the October uh, premium cigar of the month club shipment. It's got the uh, the brand new Romeo y Julieta Corona cigar 25th anniversary, um, nice. Liga number nine. A bunch of fantastic cigars in that. Um, next week uh, we welcome uh, Joe and Ray uh, from the Cigar Clowns to the show. We uh, catch up to see what they've been up to the last uh, couple years. Um, being, should be an exciting show. Make sure you're following Cigar Prop, producer Jessica Caraviahante of Stogie Road Cigars on all the social medias, as well as our uh, our, our guest tonight. Also in the notes are the social media links to uh, all of our uh, partners. Once again, we cannot make this show happen each and every week without them. So thank you to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars. We are the muscle. Casa Caraballo Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid Care. Yes. Everybody with some final thoughts for the night. It was so much fun having Jessica on the show tonight. You are sadly missed when you're not on the show. But uh, uh, as I always say, you know, life is short. Go into your local humidor, your local tobacconist, and make sure you North Texas is on your Stogie Road and stop by the Ezra Zion Cigar Bar. 
it sounds like there's a heck of a lot there uh, going on in Chris will buy you a steak dinner. But uh, <laughs> grab a buddy and uh, enjoy a cigar. All right. We'll see everybody next week.